So I learned this week that um, if you are looking for someone to um, create emotes for your Twitch channel, Mm -hmm. you know what you don't want to do under any circumstances? What's that? Go to Twitter and say, I'm looking for someone to make emotes for my Twitch channel. Yeah, that seems like that seems like uh, you're going to get a whole lot of people. Yeah, so, um, at present, the interaction stands at 90 likes, one retweet, and 103 responses. Wow, that's a lot of responses, actually. Including one person who found the link to my Discord from my Twitter account and promptly spammed it with examples of their work. Oh, geez, that's not what you want. No. Which, hmm. <laughs> Honestly, their art is okay, but like... That is not a good marketing. Boy, am I not picking them after that. I actually have someone in mind. Um, yeah. And it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a total loss. Um, it, I did get, like, really badly just spammed to oblivion with just bot responses. <laughs> um... And a bunch of people who were like, you know, I like I would say probably 80 percent of the responses are like your DMs are closed. Hit me up like HMU, you know, S- slide into your DMs. Yeah. And like, I'm so glad that my that my DMs are actually closed to like non friends on Twitter because oh like, God, yeah. boy, it would have been a flood. It yeah, would so have been an absolute at all. It would have been an absolute deluge of just like, hey, I got it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I like I'm interested. I can ha- I I can work it out. I can do this thing. Yeah. I mean, like. Like most of the most of the responses I've got are check me out and DM for more info info. Totally got it. Um, <laughs> totally. Got here's it, my but... portfolio. Like it's it's just that ad infinitum. Yeah, that would, yeah, I would not be okay with this. Your DMs are closed. I like some of the later ones are actually okay. Hello, I can make dope emotes for you according to you kindly HMU. Thank you. <laughs> the dopest emotes only. This one just says hello, consider me, but they send it twice. <laughs> I don't know why, but that one seems that just seems especially funny because it's almost like a oh hi please think about me. But then it's like they just keep saying it, but in the exact same way, so they're really not as uh, quiet. It's like an NPC as... standing outside a castle gate where it's like <laughs> oh, God, welcome to, to, to welcome again. to this town, <laughs> welcome to this town, welcome to this town, welcome best... to this town. I, I know you really don't care for like the the Elder Scrolls games, but. My God, some of the NPC interactions in those games are the are the absolute best uh, I should. I'll have to sh- share with you a channel later, but it's just it's not like they modded or did anything weird. It's just how insane, like just what happens to some of the NPCs in the game when when they get confused or they just follow their script. Right. Where, mm-hmm. for instance, they, they murder they like they murder somebody in front of you. And then you steal something and they're like, that's the most evil thing I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, really it's like, I suppose stuff. you do live in a small town where you don't see particularly evil things, but they just, they just smash somebody's head in the, like into the ground themselves. And they're like, Oh God, how dare you steal that apple? Or 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> you put back that sweet roll. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few instances where in especially in the earlier ones like Morrowind where the the voice acting is it just actually changes <laughs> from line to line like they didn't I don't know how that happened <laughs> like they they didn't tell the voice actor what the line was for for what character and they just said yeah read it this way so one second he's like has this really silly Irish lilt and then he's like an orc and then he's something else all of a sudden and it's not supposed to like it's clearly not supposed to be that way but it's 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 a very good time Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, I, the, the the bugs and the glitches and the... Or not even glitches exactly, just... this. That's Those are the reasons why I love the Elder Scrolls games, is that they're so hilariously broken in all the right ways, usually. Yeah. I, I do I do understand that and I have I have probably gained more joy out of watching like glitch compilations of like I remember there were giants in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, that one send you flying. And some of the, the ones yeah, when they just like <laughs> they smash their club on the ground and all of a sudden you're just like airborne. <laughs> you're flying into the sky at like maximum velocity. Yes. Ragdolling all over the place. I'm like, yes. okay, yeah, no, this is fun. <laughs> I, I I've gotten more joy out of like watching those combina- watching those compilations than I ever got out of actually playing the game. No, I get it. it. It's sometimes it's just not it's not your style of game, right? Like I mean, it's, it's yeah. That's I mean, sense. I have never once I have never once like tried to push the narrative that the Elder Scrolls games are bad. No, because they're a, you're just... obviously not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, like. It's... It, they, in the they same could theoretically fall into the the uh oh god what's the the nickelback category where everyone likes to make fun of nickelback but they're also like one of the best they have like some of the highest selling album sales of all time right sure so, i like sure. i don't i i wouldn't even say that like cuz there's legitimate artistic criticisms to be made of of nickelback as yeah, as yes. is the same of like as is true of of skyrim as well like skyrim is not a perfect game no but like it's a very very good game um, oh no! Yeah, I just, but I mean, I just to, meant that like idea. to me, it's more like it's more an issue of I like a game being good does not mean that I will like it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. In much the same way that a game being bad does not mean that I will dislike it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's there can be times where what for whatever reason that particular game just feels right and it doesn't really matter yeah. if it's good or bad. Yeah, like. Like, it doesn't matter, like, what the objective quality of the game is. Right, yeah, exactly. It's just like... Hey, this works for me. Yeah, me liking it or not is is an independent thing from from its, like, objective quality. And I've, I've realized that about myself a long time ago. I honestly think that's a useful mindset to have when you're talking to people about pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's... <laughs> It makes it easy to separate the idea of like, hey, you're an independent. I don't like this okay. thing. Is a separate statement from this thing sucks. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a that's a difficult distinction for people to draw sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, myself Where included. It's, it's the caveman really like. criticism of like, I didn't like this, therefore it's the worst thing that was ever made. Right. Um. Related, uh, apparently there was a big IGN uh, tournament voting poll thing for best game of all time. Really? 
Yeah, I'm you sure know like how Fortnite won <laughs> or something stupid. Oh, it's bad. It's it... it's bad. But is it like a joke thing because it's the internet? No, I would say that the game that won is good. Oh. But it's definitely not the one you would choose. And some of the bracket uh, some of the bracket battles that brought us to that point are confusing at best. I mean, best game of all time is already impossible to answer because how do you even how do you actually look at any if you're looking at it objectively, you have to go with like a Mario Brothers because maybe video games wouldn't exist without it. Like, right. It's it's long even. I mean, if we're really talking about literal, like what 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 are the qualifications of best game of all time? Because it can't be graphics. That's not fair. Right. So, I mean, there's so many different ways to there's so many different ways to interpret that. Like what's. In terms of like, okay, so what game is most important to the most important or influential game of all time? Or what is the most, uh, what's the most influential game? What's the most, what's the best game in terms of like modern? Yeah. or Like what's the best game right now? Sure. Or, or like. If, or, or like, we, if you want to do graphics or sound design or something like that, sure, I, you could, you could, you, you have to get more specific than best game of all time. Yeah, is already a loaded question. The, beyond the best of its, the best of its era. Like, what's the, what's the <laughs> sure. best game? Like, like, are we, are we, are we judging like graphics and, uh, are we judging graphics and, and uh, sound and all of that and all the aesthetic things? based on my era by that by, based on timeline. what was yeah what was what was available at the time the answer is no they just said best video game and they let people <laughs> interpret it however they wanted sure i'm and sure that went well so i mean there are some there's some head scratchers so so I'll, I'll cut the tension here and say that um the finals were between grand theft auto 5 <laughs> <laughs> and okay. and uh god of war 2018 holy crap like yeah both of those great games they're, those they're are good games yes they're excellent games but to put them in of all time it already shows how flawed this is because yes maybe they're the best games of the last five years i don't know right well, that's grand theft auto is even older than that but I, I think that recency bias is definitely a uh is well, definitely a age. running theme here yeah, like the age of the people that are responding, I think also, also this, an issue. yes, and the the recency bias is going to be massively influencing this because you can't possibly like. So if we're talking about best games of all time and you put Grand Theft Auto Five, that's a little questionable. Not because I don't think it's good, but because you'd probably have to say like a different Grand Theft Auto game only because they did it first, right? Like so, Grand Theft Auto Five, what it did was add the, all the online. Sure. To it, which I suppose if that's what you're talking about as being the best game of all time, then fine. If that's how people feel, that's okay. But if you're just talking about Grand Theft Auto V, the game, like the single player stuff, it would be really weird to put that above even just Grand Theft Auto 3, since it's the game that revolutionized the way we think about open world adventure games like that, right? Right. So you are definitely thinking about this in terms of like a logical way to best of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I know it's a curse. <laughs> it, it's you were thinking about it in terms of of uh, significance. Yes. Yeah. And whereas, like, I, in I terms think of what I want to play on Friday night. This was just a dumb open vote of like, which of these games do you like better? Yes, that's all it is. That's really all it comes down to. Like, there is no thought put into this other than like, do you like the thing? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but That's what this poll is. I so to be fair, um, God of War defeated Grand Theft Auto Five in the finals, but defeated Grand Theft Auto San Andreas in the semifinals. <laughs> so God of War is considered the best game of all time based on this poll. Based on this, based on this bracket fight thing. I, I don't get me wrong. It was a really cool game. See, I, I that's the thing. Like you want to playing it. Yeah. You want to like, you got to criticize it because like, I mean, that seems ridiculous, but <laughs> yes. like, but at the same time, like it's not because God of War was a bad game. No, it was cool. at all. It's just that like, when you're talking about best of all time, like you are, you're looking for something that really stands like head and shoulders above, like in terms of in, in like every area, not just, yes. not just presentation, but also mechanics and also some sort of long-term significance. Well, I don't and, know yeah, that or historical significance too. Yeah. Right? Cause if you were to talk about most important event in America's history, what would you say? Would you say something we did recently or would you say when the country was created? Right. Like, yeah, it's I it's mean, like saying it's like saying that the the 2008 financial crash is a more is a more significant is a more significant event in American history than like the revolution. Yeah, exactly. It's it's I think it also showcases that people are very bad at objectively thinking about literally anything. That's correct. Like we are we are a horrible we are very bad at that and that that's everyone knows this already, but we like to pretend we're not for whatever reason. <laughs> so I would like if you don't mind, I would like to So God of War being the quote unquote best game of all time is not actually what I find most objectionable about sure. this poll. Wow, um, okay. Cuz that like I think there's a fair case to be made for that. I don't think that God of War 2018 has done anything for video games that will necessarily like last. Uh, I I don't think there's any like I I, it did. I think it was a really cool story and it had the whole no loading, which is neat. Yes. (laughs) And that's. So the reason I'm the only reason I'm stopping myself is because it was a very memorable experience. Like I enjoyed the story quite a bit. I had fun with it and I sort mm-hmm. of like Kratos and I only as long as they make as long as they keep making him Goku where he they you think he's going to stop and then he just charges up and punches everything. I, right. I will always enjoy the God of War series because I don't need it to be too. I don't sure. need to have like a serious emotional character here. I just want. Yeah. Now he's dad Kratos and he punches things. Yeah. Uh, to save his child. Like that's cool. I'm I'm totally in. I, I yeah, enjoy yeah. that a lot. But I, I I don't know. Best game of all time is just funny to me. <laughs> it's well, so best game on PS4, sure. Best game of yeah. this generation, absolutely. I'm I'm okay. I would not be upset about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's so many there's so many ways to sort of qualify that where it's like, okay, well, you know, all time brings a whole lot of considerations into the uh, into the fold that just I don't know that that necessarily satisfies. Yeah. But anyways, let's get to I want to I want to hear the I want to hear the true head scratcher here. All right. What what game? So there's there's a bunch of stuff in here that um, that you would probably nominate to consider in the in the uh, in the best game of all time um, pantheon. 
Sure. Throw something out there. I mean, I was thinking like Mario Brothers. Mar- okay. Mario, yeah, yeah. Mario 3. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if I'm thinking about it, what people, how they used to look at these lists. The last time I looked at these lists, Ocarina of Time would be up there. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd like to say Mario 64, but honestly, I'm not 100% sold on that. Being the Mario 64 time. is in the bracket. Okay. As a, uh, so they do it like the, the whole seating thing, right? Right, yeah. Where it's like, you know, it's, there's four brackets in each quadrant and there's like 16, it's a 64 game bracket. Oh, it's, it's like the old game FAQ's best character, best yeah, character yeah, yeah, of yeah, all yeah. time. Okay. I'm yeah, it, it's that kind of thing. So, um, those are fun. So Mario 64 is in the bracket. It was in as a three seed. Sure. Um, trigger is the gotta be there, I would think. Uh, it faced off against Batman Arkham City in the first round and lost. <laughs> Oof. I mean, don't I, again, Batman Arkham City. Actually, Batman Arkham City is a really awesome game. I'm not going to. It lie. is. I don't know it's, it's a very good game. It's 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 really hard to compare. these. It's just such a I, I hate these things. It's like asking what your favorite food is and not asking and not expecting an answer. That's like, well, today my favorite food is X, but tomorrow it might be different. Right, right, right. I, it's I why, these... like, one I I hear people say, like, um, I forget who it was that I was talking to, but someone was like, I don't like asking what someone's favorite thing is, mm-hmm. but I like asking, but I'll ask someone like, what is your favorite game or movie or whatever right now? Yeah, that's that's what I was. I mean, I don't know if it was me that you were talking about, but that's it what might, I it might was doing for like class and stuff when I would ask students like, hey, what's what 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 is your favorite game? like of this year or of, of right, right, now, right or whatever it is, whatever you're feeling. Cause our, our, our preferences change literally by the, well, maybe not our, but we're talking about, it happens all the time where you could play something that then opens up a whole Pandora's box of, Oh my God, this game was awesome. I want to play the original of this. And then you like, this is the best game of all time. And then that changes like, yeah. you know, six months later. I ha- yeah. I have, I have absolutely been guilty of like finishing a game and being like, this might be my favorite game. yeah yeah like when you're streaming something you're like i think i found my new favorite game ever yeah 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 (laughs) i uh i said that about undertale when i finished it and i love undertale but like i don't know about favorite ever well yeah because it was and i think i said it about persona 5 at one point too exactly just because in that moment in that moment it made a huge emotional impact on me and then yeah you know it once that moment is passed it's like you still remember it fondly but like best ever well, it's it's why they tend to when they do those exit polls for like movies and stuff, it's I be, like if you think about it, if you loved the movie and you're being asked to talk about it, you're going to just go crazy. Right. Or you're going to if you hated the movie, mm-hmm. it's going to it's the same thing. It's going to be the you're going to yeah. have like extreme opinions where you haven't had time to process them. And that works well for getting conversation started where it's right. where all of your emotions, you you nothing's in check. Right. Everything's just just a free for all of, oh, my God, I loved or hated this thing so much. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it, it's it makes for good conversation topics because, you know, there's not thinking behind your decisions. right. It's right. Just reaction, emotional reaction. So you mentioned uh, you mentioned Mario three. Yeah. Mario three's on the bracket. Mario three had a Mario three had a run through the bracket that I think you can accept. Okay. Um, it beat Persona 5 Royal in the first round, which All I right, think is wow. fine. Yeah. Um, doesn't really like the the whole recency bias of the thing would suggest that, you know, it. Yeah, but it's also Mario 3. So people it's also like, Mario. Oh, that's 3. Mario 3. Right. Like, so people that's a game that people would 
vote for simply by name regardless until right, unless it was right. up against like you know grand theft auto because <laughs> obviously grand theft auto apparently grand yeah mario um it matched up against metroid prime hmm. prime one in the in the next I would, round i love metroid and we're going to talk about it later but yeah <laughs> no way in hell would i ever put metroid prime on best game of all time list if i had to make one of these <laughs> i think it's i think it's got a I think it, like, of the top 64, I think it has a claim. Like, Prime 1? Prime 1 as a best 60? Okay, dude, I don't think so. There's so many, there's so many games. There's a lot of games, that's true. Like, like, don't get me wrong, I love Metroid Prime. It's an awesome video game. Like, truly, it's one of the better experiences on the GameCube as a whole. But what, what, what did it do that's... That would that would merit putting it on that kind of a list. It's just a first person adventure game. Like it I don't do know that special. there's I don't know that there's any other game that is quite the same as Metroid Prime in terms of like mechanically. In terms of the way that it pulls off like this sort of this sort of like it's a first person shooter that doesn't really feel like a first person shooter. And it has the adventure game aspects of it and just it feels like a Metroid game, but it's it it plays like a like a first person shooter type game, but it's but it's different because it has the lock on. It's just it's really unique in a lot of ways that are really good, and it hasn't really been replicated in quite. The, it doesn't feel quite like anything else. Hmm. I, yes, I agree with that. I guess what I meant was is so. I guess you'd have to set the ground rules then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's again it comes right back again to like what does this designation actually even mean because do we want to talk about unique features that were sort of interesting that have never been replicated before like what would what would make that phrase be anywhere like why would that be part of the best of all time do you know what i mean like yeah just because it did something unique doesn't make it good like snacks and jackson's fairly unique and that game should not be anywhere near a best game of all time list well, I think that like the the unsaid part of that is it's like it does something unique that is good. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Like it like the feel of the game is is great and has not been replicated. Like it hasn't been it hasn't been copied, it hasn't been I mean maybe that's actually maybe that's actually worse cuz like cuz like Resident Evil 4 mm-hmm. is a fantastic game, but it was so good that every game that came out after it like started stealing that like third person over the shoulder perspective because they were like, oh, this is really good. Oh, hey, this, we yeah, should do like this. this. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, you know, Metroid has Metroid has a bunch of games in the series that should have that kind of uh, should have that kind of uh, like copycat thing. And yeah. just nobody does it. I mean, help. Not even Nintendo cares. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> until until recently, well, I guess until now, it, it, they 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 were and they're like, yeah, whatever. It's just Metroid. So bringing bringing us back though, uh, yes, Mario please. three over Metroid Prime makes okay. it to the round of sixteen, loses to Breath of the Wild. I mean, okay, I I can I can understand that in a yeah. sort of way. Not not just recency bias, but Mario 3 versus Breath of the Wild. If you were asking me what I want to play right now, I would probably say Breath of the Wild. Obviously, that's not, which is how I feel this list was actually created. It is like, what do you feel like playing right now? 
yeah, none of these things, none of these are, are what, what is the right, oops, what is the right way to, to look at this? It's, it's all just, Hey, this is what I'd play today. Yeah. And, and so yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. the case, then for sure, I would totally play a uh, breath of the wild, right? Over, mm-hmm. over Mario three, I think right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Completely understandable. Um, so breath of the wild, actually, um, breath of the wild made it to the, uh, the semifinal round and lost to Grand Theft Auto 4. 5, rather, sorry. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we have in here? Uh, oh, you mentioned Chrono Trigger. Yeah. This is uh, this is probably the most egregious thing okay. to happen in the whole bracket. And I, I you know, this is, this is a biased personal opinion from someone who would probably consider Chrono Trigger my personal favorite game of all time. Yeah, if not the actual like literal best, but um, round one, Chrono Trigger versus Burnout Three Takedown. <laughs> Burnout Three One. Burnout Three One fifty nine to forty one. <laughs> that's actually that's. <laughs> I feel like I that really just sets the tone. Yeah, that summarizes. That's the whole what we're looking at me. here. Yeah, people don't care about Chrono Trigger, and it's like. Burnout 3 is great. I love that game. That is like one of the that is like one of the funnest racing games I've ever played. Takedown. Yeah, it was actually but, a lot of fun. But it is uh, that and Revenge, which are close to like basically the same I don't same know if game. I don't remember if I played Revenge. I played Takedown, I'm pretty sure, on like the OG Xbox um, mm. in college. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember. Yeah, no, that game's super fun. So like, don't let me dump on burnout three but i think that burnout three takedown beating chrono trigger in the first round of a best video game of all time bracket kind of shows you who's voting yeah yeah it shows you what what like not only who's voting but also what the thought process is yes. really here you're not it, at- like how how best game is being is being uh like how best game is being is being thought of mm-hmm uh what else we got we got uh the last of us over metal gear solid 3 in the first round i don't want to i don't want to talk about that one we've got super smash brothers ultimate over super mario world yeah also in the first round i mean yeah okay we have oh you'll like this one's appropriate for today we have apex legends Beating out Super Metroid, also in the first round. Apex Legends is a isn't Apex Legends the like the the it's just a shooty clone. Right? Yes, yeah, a it's a um, shooty clone. It is um with paid with, with with a lot of paid mechanics or whatever for 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 pretty. Things. Yeah, it's made by uh, it's made by the Titanfall people, and it is essentially like a oh, it is um, made by Respawn. Okay, that's kind of yeah. neat. Um. Yeah, it's made by Respawn, and it's basically like PUBG cross Overwatch. Yeah, I was going to say, it's 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 basically, they're like, oh, nobody cared about Titanfall, but I guess we'll just make a Battle Royale and make millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for Respawn. Because, like, they cared about, they care about Titanfall. They want to make more Titanfall, but Apex is making money, and EA calls the shots, so. Well... I'm, um I'm oh breath of th- also breath of the thing. wild beat final fantasy 7 in the first round 
you know, I'm I love Final Fantasy seven and it might be my favorite Final Fantasy purely because of nostalgia. But I'm I'm OK with that. Yeah, honestly. it's it's it is even, easy to see that the game is flawed. Well, but I mean, like, even if we're talking about it, a, a, a curated you have a whole bunch of rules of what it means to be best game of all time. I could actually see Breath of the Wild beating out Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, in a I agree. Quote, legitimate bracket. Whatever I agree. Would even I mean. agree. Um, and that's and that's 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 OK. I I'll, I'll still love seven forever. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm I'm much I'm so far past the need to have somebody else agree with what I like that. Right, right. I don't care. But I yeah, that's why like I this isn't this doesn't really uh, this doesn't really bother me. I like I, I use words like egregious and inexcusable, but like I don't really actually care. The yeah, right. fact that the fact that these some of these votes have fallen the way that they have just makes it really easy to look at this as like not important. Right, exactly. So it's, I'm just like, yeah, I, whatever. Sure. Cause I, I would have I remember being kind of annoyed when the game FAQ like best character of all time. It was like some dumb character that I didn't like. I'd be like, oh, that's so stupid. Who would vote for this? <laughs> like, I remember I be... when it was the uh, wasn't it the Tetris L block at one point? <laughs> I think I actually was OK with that because. I oh, I was. Va- I loved that. That was because like, it... oh, yeah, no, this is fun. Yeah, I remember thinking it was dumb and fun, but I remember that the arguments of. Or I remember like the forums being. I mean, good God, this forums with game FAQs was sort of a cesspool. Uh, yeah, as, no, as, are, I, I as is the case with <laughs> almost all forums, but um, also true. Fair. <laughs> was, I just remember being annoyed about something that people were saying, and a bunch of people were agreeing with them, and it was just sort of like, "Oh, dude, that's not right. That's wrong." And now I think back, I was like, "Man, why did I even care at all?" Like, what? yeah, it's funny how this could not be less important, right? <laughs> And and again, this right here, what I'm talking about right now, could not be less important. Yeah, and with with every fun. passing round of voting, it just became like, oh, that no one should care about this. <laughs> this like it's it's fun, but it's just like I, I there was a there was a best game of all time uh, bracket a few years ago, and it was like the year that Undertale came out, and Undertale just swept. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that was also on. I think that was also on game FAQs. I don't remember I mean, for sure, but it was like, I traction. love Undertale, but like the, the only reason for Undertale to have won best game of all time on a voting bracket is because it has a really passionate fan base and they flooded the votes. Well, and, and like streamers and stuff, right? Like, yeah, it yeah. was a huge streaming game. It was um, super popular at that time. Yeah. And, you know, similarly, like what what you like and what you really care about right now is going to absolutely color the way that you vote and the way that most people vote in a bracket like this. Yeah. Um but still, it's fun to talk about. It is. I I think it's a lot of fun to talk about even if it's we, well it's it's one thing to get up in arms about, it. it's another thing just to enjoy the silliness of how how people get like what 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 makes people think about these things or like what I would be curious to know why, uh, like what caused someone to say that X game was better than Y game. Do you know what I mean? Like that to me yeah. would actually be sort of interesting if I could pick somebody's brain, why they would think that way. Like I'd like, yeah, to I kind of get that. I definitely um, get that. I don't think that I, I think that even 
going that far with it and thinking that much about it is more thought than the people who voted actually put into it. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's a dumb internet poll. So like, it's not something that you have to sit there and like run metrics and calculations on. No, Jesus. Yeah. It is not like you don't have to have a whole decision matrix for which of these is, is the right choice. It's just like, pick the thing you like. That's fine. That's, that's all there is to it. You doesn't it have would, to be would, any more complicated than that. I think it would. I think it would be. It wouldn't get as much traction, but it really should be. What game do you like best right now? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would have been a a better title for whatever. But this nobody is. would have voted for that. No, nobody cares about. It. It's always the best. This is the best of all it, time. You have to. You got to <laughs> throw the superlative on it. <laughs> so I didn't tell you this. Um, it's been like it's been like three weeks, but um, we're 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 segueing by the way. Oh, okay. Um, we, uh, we got another, um, we got another, I hesitate to call it fan mail, but I guess it's fan mail. <laughs> okay. Um, so our good friend, uh, our good friend Swoggles oh, yes. wanted to, wanted to tell us that we've peaked. Oh, um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the, uh, that's the title of the email, by the way, uh, current listeners, if you would like to send us an email to read out and and have a good time with during the podcast, you can send that to theretrobreakdown at gmail.com, and we will read your message out on the podcast like so. <clears throat> uh, the title of this is You've Peaked. Um, Swoggles says, hey, just wanted to say that it's all downhill from here. <laughs> You've already reviewed my two favorite classic games in FF6 and Mega Man Legends. So you've peaked. It's been a good run. <laughs> Man, I really did like Mega Man Legends a lot. Mm. I was, that was that was very surprising for me to have enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, they go on to say, really, I just wanted to say thank you for giving Mega Man Legends a chance and for all the great work you two have been doing. Wow. I also wanted to show you some art a friend of mine made me for my birthday because she knew I am a huge Mega Man Legends fan. P.S. Mega Man Legends 2 is better mechanically, but it has a lot less screen time for the Bond family, so I prefer Mega Man Legends 1. Oh, okay, cool. And I'm sending you the the uh, aforementioned the art. art. It's actually quite cool. I think you'll like it. Okay. Whoa! Yeah, right? <clears throat> I love the I love Perler art. Yeah, That's it's, so it's cool. a cool... This is a visual thing, so podcast listeners can't hear it, but it is a, uh, it's Perler art of, uh, Tron Bon, like, kind of doing her Captain Morgan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, knee up stance with a, uh, with a serve bot driving the, uh, I don't, tank? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah, like is it, that too. The, that looks, really is neat. that, isn't that the, that's very similar to the box art of the Misadventures. The Misadventures? Bon, it might be. I'm looking at art because I feel like, or I'm looking it up because I feel like that's that's what it reminded me. Of. No, not the box art, I guess. Huh, weird. That's what I had in my head as maybe it's. I wonder. It I, might I just like... be that like <clears throat> the the whole cross arm leg up smug smirk is just kind of the the default thing that you think of when you think of Tron Bon. It must be. I don't know. Yeah, because that's that that did capture it, and it's definitely not the box art or even what i was picturing exactly but that this is this is one of those moments where it would where it would be like uh no this is exactly how i remember it it has to be a different timeline that's merged with ours 
Yeah. <laughs> there's 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 no way that I'm misremembering how something was spelled. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely not. That's um, that's, that's ridiculous. Cool. Why would you think that? <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. That's actually really awesome. Hey, thanks for that. Gift. Thanks for that uh, letter and for showing us that. That's super cool. Yeah. Once again, please, if you're listening and you would like us to, uh, uh, you know, talk to you directly or answer a question, you want to ask us something, give us a discussion topic, please do not hesitate to send that into the retro breakdown at gmail.com and we will answer it eventually. That one took like three weeks to get to, but it's because <laughs> our recording schedule has been messed up. I love that. Thank you. I suppose we have Pete. I think we've got good stuff in the future, but I mean, like if someone is, if someone's got like two like big game, if someone's got like two big favorite games and they're like, man, I really hope they talk about this one. And then we and then we hit both of those games and it's like, well, I got nothing left to look forward to now. Yes, it's all it's all. Yeah, they've they've done the big ones, so. But now you can now you can listen in and like you can you can use the podcast as your entry point to like maybe new favorite classic games, stuff you haven't played before, but might give a but might want to give a look to. True. Yeah. Now you, now you have the freedom to not worry about us saying something bad about like knights. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. We reviewed your two favorite classic games and we didn't say bad things about them. So. <laughs> That anxiety so that, is gone now because you were super worried about that for some reason. <laughs> we know we know you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. So what have you uh what have you been playing this week? Uh well just I casually. played Metroid Fusion and then I also played Other M. You played Other M? Yeah, yeah. I I got my All right. uh, the Wii U from my mom's and hooked it up and played through Other M. Okay, like all of it? You're done? Yeah, yeah, all the way through. Actually, I did it in like one sitting. It was really fun. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Okay, I, I you I, know, I, Other M gets a lot of flack, and I think deservedly so, but I think that the one thing that even people who, even the people who dunk on it will still say like, I mean, it does some pretty cool things. It's actually pretty fun to play. So you would you would hate playing it because they do do some Wii stuff. Like, obviously, because it was. On yeah, because they they can't not. There's no first party Nintendo game where they don't like just graft on some some Wii mechanic stuff. Yeah. And I'll I'll say I genuinely liked it for the most part. because It was kind of fun to, like, go back and forth between the perspective. But you, I know you would have hated it. There's mm-hmm. a few things that were dumb where you <laughs> the hardest part of the whole game was actually doing these weird first person parts where you're stationary and you're just supposed to look around and look for the thing you're supposed to see and then it zooms in but sometimes it seemed way too complicated to figure out what you're supposed to look at that was very odd that was genuinely the worst part of the game but uh otherwise it was it was fun and like okay i know we talked about it last week the story is it's it's dumb in the way that it's presented but i think all those arguments about samus not wanting to take orders or samus becoming just a soldier Mm-hmm. after not being a soldier i think all of those are perfectly reasonable given the fact that she's like emotionally like she's traumatized now right because of right, what right. happened to her and across the the previous events and mm-hmm. i think that that's actually as a storyline perfectly good and yes and actually yes. sort of awesome because it it gives samus more than the like goku never develops as a character ever right, right? and that's right. really annoying actually because you're like dude seriously like just just give it up yeah just like 
it's it's fine. You don't always have to be this person. And it was really it's, the, it's actually the nice closest Goku ever comes to character development is when he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna have my son do it. Yeah, because I, I think he even... can. I think he can be stronger than me. But then yeah. that is that's basically just ends up being like child abuse. Well, sure. rather than Goku, character development, I, th- I think Goku is is a prime example of f- like family abuse as a whole. I yes, mean, he 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 is not a nice person to how he treats his family at all. I mean, he's he he loves his family, I think maybe, but he's also like, yeah, I don't actually care about you at all. I want to train this uh, this reincarnated dead kid and, <laughs> instead of dealing true. with you. Yeah, <laughs> like I know I've been missing, but he's my new son now. Yeah. You don't even fight anymore, Gohan. What are you good for? Yeah. Um there there might be a siren in the background because it's the first Saturday of the month. Ah yes. yes. That's uh that's Wednesday afternoon for me, but I'm familiar. Ah, so enjoy. Enjoy the sounds of testing the tornado Woo! sirens. <laughs> it's just it's just party time, that's all. It's just yeah, that's actually what it is. It's it's game day here at, at Michigan State. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Woo! All right. So the sirens work. That's good. They're, Great. they're also um That'll be agreeing. that'll be there when you need it. Cool. <laughs> I suppose if I didn't need it, I'm glad it's there. So all my in all, like okay. You know what's for me, like they do so Columbus does uh uh siren testing on Wednesday at noon every week. Unless there are actual storms, and then they're like, We're gonna cancel the we're gonna cancel the uh the storm. Not to- because like we you. might actually we don't want to false alarm everybody because we might actually need this for real later. Yeah, that's and good. that's always like so anytime Wednesday at noon goes by and there's no siren test, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, right. Because <laughs> it's like it's like the only reason that they cut the siren test is because they think there might be a real siren later and they don't want a false alarm. <laughs> so like that's so in a weird way not hearing the siren is more alarming <laughs> right <laughs> oh, that's actually that's that's true it's kind of spooky anyway it's gone now yes it is all over i don't remember what i was saying i think i was just talking about goku being a bad character and samus having some development beyond i'm the best bounty hunter on the planet deal right with it. right right and uh, we, we've talked about galaxy. this We've talked about this in previous uh, podcasts. Yeah, yeah we just we talked like, about it last week, I think. You know, the, the expectation for what you want out of your character, like, at the time is, like, Samus doesn't need to be anything other than, like, I'm big, strong action hero. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine in those games. And so, like, the, the criticism that it ruins her character by making her vulnerable, I don't think necessarily holds weight. I think it, I think it just speaks volumes to uh, a video game pretending that empathy is some kind of secret power. Right. <laughs> well, it's it's not that we have a problem with making Samus vulnerable. That's not the issue. The issue is how it's how they it's how they told the story, basically, yes. overall. And, and some of the. Just, just some of the nuance of the story was was really actually not the nuance. What was bad is not the nuance. It was actually the the lack thereof. Right. Is that it was there was none of that. Um, but overall, I don't know. I I had fun with it. And I also enjoyed for a, in a much different way this time. All of the special bosses 
that were added in the mm. game that I never really paid attention to my first time through because they have a boss from like all of the other games. There's like a Ridley fight. You have to fight uh, Queen Metroid. Um, mm. You get to fight Phantom. And you get I've to heard fight... about that. Yeah, that's cool. And you get to fight uh, the the. Uh... Oh, my God. Uh, Nightmare from from Fusion. Oh, from Fusion, the, yeah. One of the dumber bosses, but we can talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> it's it's coming up quick. <laughs> so it was it was it was fun. I I enjoyed. I actually really enjoyed playing through the game, and I know that's the truth because I did it in one go. If I yeah, if I don't yeah, yeah, really yeah. want to play a game like when so when I played Samus Returns, I, it mm-hmm. took me like five times starting it up and playing because I was like I just don't feel like playing this. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It just didn't speak to me for whatever reason. I don't know sure. why. And uh, you don't have to have a reason for that, you know. Like that's it. It works for you or it doesn't. There's no. There's no. Oh sure, you know, sure. You don't. It's you don't right have to justify that. It like I have heard that like. If you just focus on the actual gameplay mechanics, Other M is not bad. Yeah, I had fun. It not perfect, flawed, like any Team Ninja property. Yeah, but well, but still the, decent. The story was apparently all um, uh, what's his name? Oh my God, Mister Metro. Is it Sa- Sakimoto? Sa- I don't actually. I don't know. remember name. I'm yeah. I'm. Oh, God, that's bad since we're talking about a Metroid game. <clears throat> since we've been talking about Metroid all month. <clears throat> Anyways, but yeah, I guess this story was entirely him and that Team uh, Ninja did just the gameplay stuff, which mm. is also there are some elements that are flawed, but not as bad as I remembered in my, my memory of the game of, mm-hmm. of the end of the game was way more frustrating than it was this time. I was like, oh, what gave me such a like, why was I so frustrated about the end of this game last time yeah because this time i was like this is fine it's not it's not bad like i, I had a strange memory of having to like do annoying combo moves to kill some of the last enemies mm. before you get to like the final boss and i remember it being annoying but that was i don't know maybe i'm just maybe i th- had that there so it was all built up and so this time when i got to it i was like oh this is fine it's actually better than i remember because i had it painted as something way worse yeah. than it actually is so i'm sure that's just an expectations yeah i've had games like that before where like i have really i have really bad memories of playing a certain section because i just i remember being really frustrating or really or really difficult and then it just kind of goes by and i'm like was that it there's there's something more to it right i feel like there's something else that i gotta do because like because because like that that wasn't as bad as i remember so maybe maybe i'm wrong and it's just like it never it never gets as bad as i'm prepared for yeah. So I, I, I completely understand how that feels. So that but, was... Oh, go ahead. Um, I did. I So you asked me to watch the uh, the opening cut scene from Other M. Yeah. Just like earlier this morning. Yeah. And before we started recording. And I did. And I think that um, I think it's only like four and a half minutes long. Yeah. Yep. And I, I saw the whole like, you know, the whole cinematic recreation of the of the mother brain of fight Metroid. of Super Metroid. And uh, Samus says the baby about five times in those yes. four and a half minutes. And that's that's the part that I'm saying is not done well. That that stuff is what's silly is as they 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 basically tried too hard to get you to feel what Samus is feeling in the wrong right. ways. I think it's interesting because the whole the baby thing yeah is um it feels like it's 
trying in a way to be like a more direct so like there's so much like ridley scott alien uh influence in metroid like this is known um one of the biggest um one of the biggest motivations for ripley is this sort of like motherly um it is sort of like motherly protective instinct and like the the whole like motherhood in general is a is a running theme through the entire for the entire series of movies yeah you probably haven't seen the last one but it's or not the well the last one of like the original four and i have not seen any aliens movie oh okay the well the the it's sort of funny because she more or less becomes like a an alien herself it's very it's very silly and there's lots of cloning going on it's right this, right right if if you know the alien story and then you're like oh metroid has similar themes like yes <laughs> very very much so <laughs> yeah yeah i like i'm i haven't seen any of the movies but i've seen a lot of discourse surrounding the movies so i'm familiar with like a lot of what those a lot of what they are doing mm, yeah a they're, lot of what they're, they're trying like to do they're good movies and the third one kind of sucks, but I feel like this whole thing with with uh, Samus having this whole mother complex about the baby and everything is trying to do like that sort of development where she starts, you know, she becomes sort of driven by this kind of motherly instinct and and, you know, in in other M regret yeah. and and regret and and guilt and and trauma about sort of having a sort of imprinting relationship on, you know, having this little, having this little creature imprint on you and then save your life and then be blown to bits in front of your face in a life or death situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, that'll mess. That'll mess with you. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I, I completely understand that. And to some extent, I think that trying to sort of draw parallels there in, you know, Samus is starting to have these feelings and these vulnerabilities because she is a human person and is having these having these, you know, normal emotions. Yeah. Like, I think that is a fine way to develop the character. But I watched that first four and a half minute cutscene, and boy, is there just nothing good about the the presentation of of the the actual like characters and dialogue yeah the dialogue's pretty weak it is it like everything about it the writing of it the presentation of it it's it's clunky it's acted poorly it's acted very poorly yeah like like samus's actual i think if samus was voice acted a little bit better like you know all all due respect to the to the actual to the actors themselves. I I'm sure they did the best job they could. I, I'm sure they were just you know they were taken direction. They were told to play. They were told to play the part a certain way. But like, it's it's very it's very flat. And I think that the problem that I and I've seen like a bunch of the cutscenes from other M. So this isn't just from the first four minutes. But mm-hmm. I think that there's something to be said for like. They're trying to develop Samus as a character, but I feel like they told the I, I feel like they told the actress who to 
who played her that to basically play her as Samus as like sort of cold, indifferent, you know, flat. I think that they just didn't know what to do with any of the characters voices, actually, because everybody's voice is pretty awkward. It's all yeah. very kind of like nobody has a lot of emotion to their voice at all. And I don't mm -hmm. mean emotion like I mean, any kind of nobody really ever gets excited about or uh nobody captures the moment with how they're speaking yeah ever, that's at any that's, point in the in the in the game that is a good way to put it there's just there's no there's no ups or downs there's only downs yeah unless you're the comic relief character that's the friend and he's always happy but then but then there's okay so there's either only ups or only downs that's what i mean yeah yeah i'm, I'm agreeing with you it's 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 one or the other there's no yeah there's nothing capturing the moment exactly what and if you're trying to develop the character then like you you know you that has to come through in the acting yeah so i'm not sure i would be curious how the game how the story feels in japanese i would mm. like to know i would like to know what the characters feel like in japanese yeah um that's that's a fair question because I don't know if this is just a translation thing or what. Like, I'd, I'd be really interested to know that. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Not enough to probably go and actually, like, pursue that. But, like... Well, no, I mean, I don't know Japanese. But either, if... So. Well, I mean, you can watch it with subtitles. <laughs> I guess. But subtitles... It would depend you, on... You still get... You're, you're still getting the, you know, the U.S. The, the, yeah, the like, localization of that scene. Yeah. And, and and you're and you're missing some you're missing some of the uh some of the the cultural you know like mismatches. What, yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not defending other M um I mean, I think it's fine if a, you are like as a whole no but I mean as as like a as a storytelling example I have hmm. nothing particularly great to say about other M other than I like the idea it just yes. didn't work. Uh, yeah, but as a game I it's actually a lot of fun to play. If you don't mind the Wii shenanigans, which, you know, I don't. So that's not right. Right. Um, and I think if your complaint is, oh, Samus would never show weakness. I think that's really, really bad ways to think about people in general. Yeah, that's a that is a non that is a non complaint that that yeah. that's that's a non criticism. Right. It's just like, I know this character better than the people who write the character know the character. Well, and thinking that humans aren't human is really a bad way of going about life anyways, because it puts you right. in an awkward situation when you're actually dealing with people. And like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's we, we like sort of have a, like a stance in society at the moment that you're supposed to be all, you're always the best. You're always on top of everything. You're, you never make mistakes. You never show weakness or whatever. Yeah. You, you can't ever, you, you're not allowed to ever, um, to ever show like a vulnerable side of yourself. Yeah. Especially if you're the, the, the alpha or whatever. Right, 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 right. We're, we're dealing with. So it's that if that's your complaint, I think you're wrong. Um, if your complaint, is, I, I think the writing is like, I think if your complaint is the writing is poorly done and the voice acting is not very good or you just hate we controls in general, like you don't like motion controls. All of those are valid complaints because they, they're sort of like, yeah, that's cool. I get it. I, I could see why you wouldn't like. Sure. Playing this game because of that, or you don't like the the overall design of it. But even even having your powers locked behind someone telling you you can and can't use them actually makes sense in terms of what they're trying to do with the story. It's sure. not nearly as stupid as people, myself included, made it out to be when the game first came out. 
Right. That was like, oh, I was like, this is so dumb. It doesn't make any sense, blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, oh, no, it actually makes sense because she's trying to think maybe I've been doing everything wrong when I make my own decisions. It feels so like that happen. It feels like Avengers Civil War. Sure, sure. Where it's like eventually like the the whole thing with Avengers Civil War is like we've kind of been acting with impunity and doing whatever we feel like we need to do being big damn heroes. Yeah. For like a long time and it's causing people some problems. So yeah, maybe, maybe for the maybe we need to be more accountable and have some oversight because we've kind of just been doing whatever the hell we wanted and no, without any without any uh, without any oversight. And we should yeah, probably like no have like some oversight. Yeah. So I feel like Samus kind of hits that point because, you know, her two missions preceding that the, the main ones anyway, involve like extincting an entire species and then finding that uh, and then finding that the the last remaining one, which sees it, which sees her as its mother, has been like has been taken by the space pirates and she goes to get it back and it dies yeah. in front of her face after saving her life. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I imagine there's a part of it that's I, there's a part of it there where it's like, you know, maybe Maybe if this one was super nice and saved my life, maybe I shouldn't have killed all the other ones. Right. And I think that that's the kind of growth that I was saying, you know, Goku never goes through. Like he literally right, right. starts a galaxy ending fight. And at the end of it, he's not like, man, I should chill out. He's like, God, I can't wait to do that again. I, let's do the next one. Right. That was fun. And, <laughs> and so that's the that's the part that is obviously that's not why you're watching Dragon Ball. And I'm not saying they should give Goku depth. In fact, please don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm merely saying that it's it's okay to do that with a character like Samus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I completely understand. I definitely don't need nuanced in in Dragon Ball Z. I just want them to charge up and fight. Like and they punch don't. The next thing there there are not every series needs that depth. But if you want to bring that depth, I will be interested. You yeah. don't have to, but if that's the direction you want to go with it, I'll be like, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's you know. Let's let's well, but <laughs> let's see where this goes. You also have to make sure you do a good job because if other M but you have to do a have, good job, like if other M didn't do any of that stuff, it would have been people would have liked it more. Like mm -hmm. if it was just Samus being if it was just a typical Metroid game, I think people would have enjoyed it more than than they did because pretty much everyone just harps on how dumb the story was. Sure, sure. More than anything else. Uh, or the fact that they made Samus, I don't know, like a foot and a half shorter than she should be. And super tiny, like Samus should be like, like the strongest woman you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, she could be super strong and still short. I guess, but she was huge. Like she's she feels giant in the game, so it's weird for her to be short. Like, yeah, it it doesn't. I never got the feeling in playing Metro like the all the Metroid games that we played over the last month. You know, I've played this like seven Metroid games. I never once thought, man, Samus is kind of she. She doesn't. I don't know. I suppose the suit could obviously be it could be like a mech well you played suit zero mission i feel like there's a i feel like there is a um a pronounced difference between the size of regular samus and zero suit samus in zero mission yeah i guess that's true i guess they did want to make samus that that would be the anime thing to do anyways i suppose yeah yeah i guess it just felt wrong like i felt like she should be more like uh sigourney weaver if that's the you know the 
what they're going with because Sigourney Weaver does not seem like a tiny person. Right, right. Like she is, she is, she feels like a person that would command a room, whereas Samus feels like, hi, I'm here. Well, yeah, and I think again the the voice acting plays into that quite a bit. Like I I yeah. saw that I've seen the scenes like not recently, but I was kind of it all came rushing back to me after seeing that opening, and she's just like she has this really almost demure voice. Yeah. Just like I I I I went to I went to planet Zebus and the baby saved me and the I I laid everything to waste with my hyperbeam. <laughs> and it's just like the the whole thing is just like I get it. She's not like super energetic. She's very like they're trying to play her as a as kind of like as kind of dark and just tired but it just comes off as some combination of bored and like i don't i don't even like bored and and yeah like i don't know if they're trying to make her depressed or something yeah i guess maybe tired i don't know it just doesn't land it just doesn't land for me yeah i agree and and like I think the uh, I, I agree with you in that the attempt of what they're trying to do is interesting. It just did like they just they did just not present up. it well. And yeah, that's why just, just that's why good. you end up with the criticism of like, you know, why did you do this to her character in terms like and what people are talking about is like, why do you make her take orders? Well, like that actually that part actually makes sense if you think about it. But you have to think about it because the game sure as hell doesn't tell you. No, the game does a very bad job of he- helping you think about it, which yeah. is sort of on the game, right? Like the 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 story. If you were to take it at face value, you're like, "This is dumb." I, I, I suppose it goes kind of to the uh, what what we were saying earlier, where if if you don't stop and think about what they're trying to do, or like you know when you're doing a best of list or whatever, yeah, it is, yeah, it's, it's going to. Uh, it's not there for you. You you have to right. create the you have to create that idea yourself. Yeah, which you're, is, you're which is not good. Yeah, you have to you have to put that narrative in there yourself, which means it's bad narrative. Yeah, yeah. If you have to fill in the gaps yourself and just kind of think about the character motivations, and it's not and it's not really there. Like, I, I'm not saying you have to lay everything out on a platter, but like we should not have to do this much thought work. To fill in the gaps that you leave in in the presentation of your story. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, I, I don't want to have to spend an hour justifying the these decisions. If if you've put us in a situation to have to do that, it's it's just it's bad. It's it's on you, friend. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is now your you, you you've done this. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, that's that's what I've been playing is Metroid Other M. All right, I've been playing a lot of Lost Judgment. Um, th- you you beat up kids. You do. It is. You, it... <laughs> are you familiar with Great Teacher Onizuka? No. Okay, so that's an old um, that's an old manga about a you know this like loser like sort of loser high school delinquent like not quite yakuza but basically yakuza like street punk type of dude. Sure. Who ends up uh, who starts teaching at a high school because, you know, contrivance <laughs> and um, and ends up being really good at it because it's sort of like 
it's sort of like I'm going to bring my my street smarts into the into the classroom and <laughs> sure. and solve my problems with my you know straightforward demeanor. Mm-hmm. And it ends up with a whole lot of, you know, there's a lot of inappropriate things that like a teacher should not be doing to students <laughs> in that in that uh, in that vein. And Lost Judgment is kind of leaning into that sort of territory. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched you play that much because I'm I'll probably play it someday. So it's more fun to not see you. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. First, uh, I, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm still in the middle of it. But just like that's what I'm doing this week. It does seem like there are some uh, questionable things happening. I to, mean, to, I we have beaten up dozens of children. In a very, in a very, you know, over the top Kiryu style, how are you still alive kind of way. Well, I will separate out battle Kiryu, real Kiryu and sub story Kiryu. Like, that's fine. Like, time is different. And the place even and and Dragon Quest or Dragon Quest, Jesus. Uh, Yakuza 7 even cemented further. (laughs) No, I mean, you were right the first time. I know, I know, but that's what I was going to say is that it, it cemented that even further by having, um, what's the guy's name again? I Ichiban. Yet. Ichiban, where he's like, hey, I like to think of these fights as, as turn-based battles because I love Dragon Quest, right? So it's it, it, it further cements the idea that all of these aspects of the game are different in, in terms of how they're taking place. So it's fine that you bash some child over the head with a, a chair and it's, yeah. or, or like you, you, you do that insane curb stop flip thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're literally a cartwheel into a curb stomp. <laughs> so, like his head would probably explode. Um, and whatever, that's fine. And then when it comes to reality, you probably just like smack him around a bit. But that's not okay in reality. <laughs> it's super <laughs> not. A, you literally <laughs> like you get into it the first time you get into a fight with the kids in the street. They're like hassling some restaurant owner, right? And basically, yeah. they they're recording him, and they are. Uh, they're basically like hassling him, calling him names, like sort of kicking him around a little bit, knocking his sign over. That's you know, just rude. little just little shit kid things. Right. And basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to get him to say something rude or lose their temper so that they can oh, post okay. that so they can post that online. Ah, gotcha. they're, they're, they're recording the whole thing and just trying to get him to trying to get him to crack so they can so they can be like, see, look. Look at look at what happened to this guy. We weren't even doing anything. They like edit the footage down, right? Um, that's that's not nice. No, it's not. And and Yagami steps in and is like, "Hey, what's the problem here?" And you know, solves the problem <laughs> by pummeling children. <laughs> yes, like just picks the fight and is like, "Hey, knock that off." <laughs> And like it, it, in, that fight introduces the snake style, which is one that I've been using, which oh, is yeah, the, that was cool. It is a super cool style. And it's one where it's the one where you're actually able to like um, you're able to force surrenders, which I think is what they sort of intend for you to do there. Because uh, there's gotcha. there are heat moves where you basically like, you know, you do. You, you saw the big cartwheel kick, right? Yes. Where you just like slam down into someone's face. Sure. Um, There is a there is an alternate surrender version of that where you do the same move, but you slam your foot down like two inches to the right of their face. Oh, okay. 
like as a as a threat like hey i could have killed you just now right but i'm mercying you and then so there's a bunch of those where it's like you go to finish them and then like you just stop an inch short of their face and they're just like holy shit and they just kind of like their eyes roll back and they just pass out and it's like that's your that's your undertale mercy option <laughs> so i think they intend for you to do that except that you don't have to do that so what i did instead is i like took some kid in a headlock did a wall run for momentum whipped him by his neck into the other kids and killed all three of them at once <laughs> And then a few hours later that day, you run into the, you run into the, uh, you have a meeting with the principal or chairman of that school. And you talk about how you had a scuffle with some kids who were causing trouble. And Yagami says out loud, oh, there was a scuffle, but nobody was hurt. (laughs) And it's like, dude, you curb stomped that kid. So it's it's the one time it, it's the rare time in Yakuza where like they actually address um they actually address like what happens in the actual battle. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, nobody was hurt. They're fine. Everyone is fine. It it's literally it's it's the it's the cure you never killed anyone. But they they just addressed like, oh, yeah, there was a scuffle with some kids, but nobody was hurt. And I was like, bullshit, they weren't. Yeah, really? They're so hurt. They're very dead. I also did a sub story yesterday in which a uh, (laughs) I did a sub story in a similar vein. There is a teacher teaching at the school right now who is like he has the reputation for being like super patient and like the kids always hassle him, but he doesn't really, uh, you know, he doesn't really react. He's just, he's just kind of like, he's just kind of cool with everything. He doesn't get too mad. He's, you know, he's got a nickname for being like the, just the nice, good natured professor who, uh, who's always nice and he's always smiling. Sure. And the, you run into him and you're like, Hey, what's up? And some kids behind him have a soccer ball and they just, kick it and beat him in the back of the head with the soccer ball. Oh God. Cause like, basically they're like, we want to see him. We want to see him crack, you know? Yeah. He's so, he's so nice all the time and he's smiling. We never, we can never get to him. So it's like a challenge to see like who can get him to, who can get him to pop off. Okay. Um, so you talk to your, like the, the mystery girl partner that you're, it's a long story, but like you have a, you have a sort of sidekick who's at the school who kind of like forced herself into oh, being I saw your that. sidekick. I, I did see a bit of that where, where you get outsmarted by a child. As yes. Per every yeah. Anime. She's like, yeah, I set you up, loser. And you keep trying to talk like, your way out of it. And she's like, nah, <laughs> I thought about that already. <laughs> yeah. So she's cool, actually. But she talks to you and he's like, hey, so here's the deal with that teacher. He used to be a pro wrestler. And um, and he was known for, like, having a an uncontrollable, angry rage streak. Wow. Okay. where like (sighs) scary where like he would, you know, the referee would call a stop and he would just keep going and beat up the referee. And like once he once he got pissed off, he just couldn't be stopped. 
So we need to make sure that these kids don't make him do that. Because there was apparently an incident at his previous school that he got fired from where he uh, he snapped and hospitalized, and I quote, several dozen students. <laughs> I like that the best part about these games is that's presented like it's like it's bad and obviously it's not good or whatever, but it's not like that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, in these stories, it's like, it's yeah, like, so oh, we wow. just... We need to protect him. We need to protect the teacher from something like that happening again. Because then then he wouldn't be able to teach anymore. And I'm like, he shouldn't be teaching now. He should be in prison. (laughs) He beat up a bunch of kids and put them in the hospital as a teacher at the school. Yeah, and the bad. answer to that was like, yeah, we just we just have to go teach at a different school now. <laughs> he he's fired from here, so he'll just he just has to go he just has to go teach at a different school because he there was an there was a pro there was an incident. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah no that's well you're right there was an incident <laughs> there there was so it's just like I don't know I've. The game is really fun and it's every bit as silly as it should be. But like, boy, do they not take adults beating up children as seriously as they ought to. What? Yeah, I mean, it's a whole Yakuza-esque game based around school bullying. So it's it, I feel like there's going to be some very serious issues in terms mm-hmm. of how it's presented. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if. I don't really know if the Yakuza series is known for its nuanced conversation about important topics. I would argue that despite all of these silly nonsense, it actually does the when it wants to be serious, it does the serious stuff really well. Um, there was a whole scene yesterday where they actually talk about the extent of the bullying and the result thereof. And it is very sobering. Yeah. Like I just kind of sat there in I kind of sat there in stunned silence for like 15 minutes because I was just like, oh, my God. And it's just like the, it's it's the best thing about those games is that when they want to be serious, they will hit you right where they want to. Like the That's good. The way the the way those scene like when they want to address a, a topic seriously, they will. They absolutely they absolutely will hit that. uh they will hit that mark the way they want to. Um, and when they want to throw all that out the window and just be maximum silly and nonsense, they will do that too. And it is a, it's a whiplash every time, but it's, uh, I, I, I don't know. It works. I, I really like the, the tonal shift being as, as weird and wild as it is. That's awesome. I, I had fun. Uh, Lachis and I have just started playing um, Yakuza 4. Like, we went back to playing mm. Yakuza 4 again. And I, I I really love playing these games. Everyone out there who has not played Yakuza, if you, if you enjoy over-the-top Japanese storylines and open-world adventure games, I, I highly recommend playing, playing the Yakuza series, as I'm mm-hmm. sure is obvious if you've been listening to this podcast at all, since any time I'm playing a new one, we always end up talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I am happy to do so. I am a uh, I'm a very big fan. Lost Judgment is the newest one to come out, and I'm playing it because I've already played all the other ones. Yeah, exactly. 
but I don't. Uh, uh, it, I'm gonna spend a bunch of time talking about it over the next couple of weeks as well because I'm gonna keep playing it. So that I'm good for now. And it's and it's the and since it's the new one, it's like talking about because we, we talked about some of the story and stuff for the previous ones that I had played, uh, and I, that didn't feel so that big of a deal because they're still pretty old and things. But talking about sure. the one that came out like three weeks ago feels kind of wrong. Yeah. Since, since there are people that will definitely want to play it and not have anything spoiled. Yeah, definitely. And there is, um, there, I, I don't feel like I've really, I don't re- feel like I've really spoiled much. The, the scenes that oh, no, I've no, talked no, no, about no, 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 are either side something. stories or, or something that happens within like the first hour of the game. Uh, yeah, so. we're, we're, I'm not, I'm not saying that I just meant in general. Yeah, so no, I know. Pretty... I'm just saying for, for listeners who are afraid I may have spoiled something I have not. Yeah. I mean, not not anything significant. There is actually a it would be really difficult for me to spoil like major plot stuff because because it's too intertwined in a. Bunch yeah, of it's so it's so complex and nuanced and everything that it's like it like I would have a hard time. I would have to explain the whole damn game yeah, just yeah. to get to a point where I can actually like tell you, OK, and so here's the spoiler. <laughs> and then like it would take like, me a long okay. ass time just to get there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah the, the, these are just these are just silly I, I i really like so in you've probably noticed at this point in every uh in every yakuza game there is like there's a bunch of mini games that you can always play like darts or like whatever arcade games are available or yeah. you know, sometimes you have like pool sometimes you have uh oh don't 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 you dare talk about pool pool is a miserable experience in yakuza 3 it is a mirror it is a miserable experience in like most of those games and i think I, they I actually no, take it out eventually it's it's just I, not I well implemented no, yeah like they don't know what the hell they're doing when it comes to making pool anywhere near the idea of fun yeah i will i i i, <laughs> I agree with this i understand that some of the the side quests or like the sub the sub missions or side things to do are just there for for just to be silly right because yeah can. it's just it's there if you want to if you want to mess around with it you can mess around with it yeah but oh my god pool was a nightmare yeah Especially no i, I, I know like the advanced clear of it and stuff it's yes it's... I, I i messed around with some of that and i was like oh yeah no no this feels yeah. bad this is not fun <laughs> Well, um, but there's there's say, always there's the mini games in it that are always there. But then there's always like the big mini game that has a whole like it has a side, whole secondary side story. Yeah, like, like, like wrapped um, around it. The slot car racing. What was it actually called? Uh, pocket Circuit. Pocket Circuit. God, Pocket Circuit. In, yeah, Pocket Circuit, the Cabaret Club yeah. Management, the Business Management oh, Game. That was so good. Like all of the Cabaret Club was so much fun. I know it's the best. And it's it has the such best good music. I'm I'm so when 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 you told me that Kiwami Two was the, the since it was like the last one to come out of those of the like, yeah. original six or seven, I guess because of uh, zero. Yeah, that it's the it's the only one that has the cabaret club like that. I was like, oh oh, it it, it crushed my heart because man, did I love that. There, so technically, oh. if you play Fist of the North Star Lost Judgment, yes. Or lo- no, sorry. Lost Judgment is the new game. Uh, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise <laughs> is the name of the game. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because that's an RGG Studios game, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it, it's it's just a Yakuza game in the Fist of the North Star universe. Really? And Yes. 100%. And it is equally silly. <gasps> yeah, it's okay. great. It's it's wonderful. 
Um, that sounds so good for Fist of the North Star, actually. Like, no, it's great. Like it goes, that sounds like it goes so well together. It really does. And Kiryu plays Kenshiro. <laughs> I mean, that's like they've got all of the same character. <laughs> yeah, they've got all of the same. Uh, they've got all the same like voice actors from all of the from all the RGG games just playing roles in. 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 Uh, Fist of the North Star. So Kiryu, Kiryu is Kenshiro and Majima plays um, Jagi, I think. Okay. Um, Majima. Majima. I, I think I'm like sorry. Date's in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> Dude. They hey, got uh, they got Sayama playing like one of the main female kids. Like they got the whole crew in there just playing different roles. Oh, yeah. I don't know that much about Fist of the North Star other than. Uh, you're already dead. I mean, I'm not going to yeah, pretend yeah, yeah. like I'm some <laughs> dude. I, I've, I've watched like a few episodes and that's about it. Dude, what in in Lost Paradise, you do your you do your finishing moves on people and they explode into blood like they do because Fist of the North Star, right? Of course. And then they have the big manga style like uh, the big manga style like exclamation. Yes. Of like, you know. The, they're they're like death screams yes. that show up as physical objects that you can then pick up and bludgeon people with. <laughs> okay, that sounds fantastic. And if you play in English, because there's English voice acting, you can actually get uh, that they actually show up in English and one of them just says shit balls. Jesus. So you just pick up a giant stone tablet that says shit balls and beat someone to death with it. Oh, it's so stupid and perfect. The uh, you know how they always have the batting cages baseball yes. minigame. Um, there is a version of the baseball minigame that is just um, it's basically has the same mechanics as the batting cages where you're just you're just like hitting the ball as it comes to you, except that the ball is gangsters on motorcycles and the bat is a giant steel girder. Of course it is. Yes. I would want nothing less than that. And you hit home runs into space, which then become stars that make up the big dipper. Oh my God. That's awesome. It is. It is every like, so Yakuza is ridiculous and over the top, right? Yes. So like, Lost Paradise is like the shackles have been removed and we can just do actual ridiculous over the top superpower shit now. Right. right, Without trying to pretend that it's a a game that's that's not silly. Yeah. Without without any sort of like even attempted grounding in reality. Like because the the most like really over the top thing that Kiryu does is probably like knock out the tigers. I right mean, in, ter- was, in terms yeah. of like inhuman power. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, sure. there's a lot, but like you know, beating up like a hundred dudes not really feasible. Yeah, um, but he can handle it. It's fine. Yeah, but like Wait, he... once it comes to like beating up actual wild animals, well, especially tigers, tigers and, and bears. <laughs> and bear, yeah, oh, dude, oh my god, yeah, you get to you get to pile drive some bears or whatever later. Yep. <laughs> Um, so question. Yes. 
is they're like uh, somebody like operating a giant piece of machinery outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hear that, huh? I've heard it for a little bit, and I was like, "Is am I a man? Is this on my end?" And then I was like, "Oh no, I have headphones on." Um, yeah. So maybe now is a great time to uh, transition into the next phase of the podcast. Anyhow, Metroid Fusion. Yes, let us fusion. Um. So here's the thing. At this point, I have played. I played Metroid Fusion like a month ago. Okay. Or so. You played it, I think, this week. Yeah, about yeah. Yep, so about a week ago. Um. So th- here's the thing, right? We have this is now the third consecutive Metroid podcast that we've done, and we've yep. done Metroids one, two, and four. And I've played Zero Mission, Super Metroid, and Other M, and Return of Samus, uh, or Samus Returns. Which wait. Return of Samus is the Game Boy game. Yeah. Samus Returns is the remake. Yeah. So I played all of the ones that we did for the podcast, plus like four other ones. <laughs> right. It's a lot of Metroid. It's a lot of Metroid. They do kind of bleed together as... as uh... They do, don't they? <laughs> yes. I like... See, okay, so like less so for me. That was That was not as much of an issue for me because I played one, two, and four. And those games are all significantly different from each other. True. Um, but you played a lot more of them, so I can definitely understand a lot of bleeding together. <laughs> it, it was it was overall a good experience. I think I, I think starting with Fusion, just how we felt about it generally is kind of good because I believe it's one of the highest like rated Metroid games. Like it's it's people really love Fusion. I, I mean, aside say. from like Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I, I mean, I was, which I was belongs on its own tier, I think, in terms that's of that's what I was going to say is that. Yeah, I was I was putting I was excluding Super just not because it's a bad game, but because it's obviously everybody's if you were to do a poll of the best Metroid game, it would probably win. it would lose in the first round to Apex Legends. Yeah, well, anyways, <laughs> I think so. I my memory of Fusion was I I love this game. It's great playing through Fusion after playing a bunch of the other ones. I mm-hmm. would say it's it's good. I, I didn't uh-huh. love it as much as I would remember loving it. There are there are some aspects of that game that I just didn't vibe with at all this playthrough, and m- mostly it was had to do with the bosses. Yes, I, I agree with I, that. I hated a lot of the bosses. The bosses I mean, in that game are lackluster at best. They're just not fun to fight. They're mm-hmm. usually like yeah, there's some mechanic that once you like oh okay, I just hang on the wall and shoot nightmare in the face with 50 super missiles during the very first phase and then he's literally dead. Yeah. Like I get it that it's an easy fight, but I just think it's stupid. Like I thought it was before I did that and I was trying to play it sort of like a normal fight, I was just frustrated and annoyed with it. Same with the spider boss. Do you remember the spider boss? Yes. That boss It it, it was like I think I I think I did it in one shot, maybe two. Yeah, because I like, died. I didn't, the... But it was one of those bosses where I just kind of felt like I outdamaged it rather than actually learned the fight. Because the second phase of the fight, when it just starts bouncing around the room wildly, mm-hmm. I was like, what on earth is going on? Like, <laughs> it wasn't that it was overly difficult. It just right. seems stupid. It's like, just I chaotic. Yeah. And it didn't seem like it didn't like it didn't make sense. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I don't know. But I loved the Ridley fight. The Ridley fight was really fun. The Ridley uh, fight is I, actually really cool, even though like even though there's a there's an aspect of it that's like, oh hey, it's a Ridley fight. 
because right, but I, there's always got to be a Ridley fight. I liked it because it was built around, hey, you have to just out damage this thing before it kills you, As a, which is, I, I don't know. I sort of felt like it was, that's kind of how they designed some of the other bosses in a way, but it didn't feel as good. And this yeah. one it was really perfect in terms of this is what you have to do. You have to kill this thing fast because it does a lot of damage. You have to hit it with like, you know, 100 missiles or a ton right, of right, right. attacks or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so that I enjoyed that a lot. I actually thought the final boss, the Omega Metroid final boss was okay. It was whatever. Um, the boss before that, no, which one was it? There was one boss that you talked about that you didn't like, and I think it was the, was it the security robot one. Mm, yep. Um, so I got lucky with that one and realized that if you just hang on the top of the ceiling right at the beginning of like the part where it's electric and shoot at an angle, you can just sort of kill it without too much hassle. That's sort of what I ended up doing, um, after dying to it like 15 times. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was, that was another one of those fights that would have made me upset, except since you had kind of prepped me for it being dumb, I looked for a dumb way to kill it. That's fair. That's, you know what? I'm glad I told you that then. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, the the bosses are... We've talked before about how cool it is that a lot of the bosses in Metroid games end up being um, these sort of like, you know, stand in the center of the ring slugfests. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, it it's, it's one of those things where it like, it... It really increases Samus's, um, I guess, reputation or just the feeling that you have of like, oh, wow, she is just like big damn strong. Yeah, Samus is That she just goes up against this monster and just like takes everything that it has on the chin and just out damages it. And it's just like, this big monster falls first. I I enjoy, I really enjoy um, the, the... Those are the fights that I, I have the most fun with, especially when they have a unique way of killing the boss. Yes, yeah. Th- that's just that just feels so great. And, and I, even I think... even the ones that don't, like in, in NES Metroid, there's not like a really unique style of killing the boss no. necessarily. Well, it's there, just like there's know, a place to stand. For, yeah, I was going to say for an NES game, it kind of did because it was like, hey, you can sit in the fire if you want to and take damage and shoot right. this thing from the bottom. Like, I think... I, I love it. But it's that not that's... really like a unique mechanic. It's just kind no. of like in, in the NES one, it's just kind of a cheese strat. Whereas in Metroid it's... two, it's like, no, no, there's a whole mechanic here. Yeah. It's, it's basically like... a, it's, it's more of like, Hey, they, they designed it. So this could, like they designed the room. So you could do that. Like it, yeah, like yeah. that was definitely on purpose. It wasn't just an after like, Oh, look at, oops. We, this was an oversight kind of right, thing. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah. So, like, Metroid bosses have always had kind of a a sense of, like, I I feel like in a lot of, in a lot of games, a lot of side-scrolling games, the bosses are, you're intended to basically just, like, learn the fight and learn how to not take damage because the Mm -hmm. boss will out-damage you. I think so, yeah. And Metroid has always kind of felt like you can, you know, you can kind of supercharge your suit to the point where you can kind of just sit there and not worry about taking damage and just yeah. like win the slugfest because you, this girl in this power suit are just straight up stronger than this big ass monster. And that's yeah. cool. That's it's really very cool. cool. But I feel like fusion takes it too far. Cause like, 
in Super Metroid, like most of the bosses are you can kind of you can avoid damage if you want yes. to. Like that's that's an option that you have. <laughs> and it feels like that's not really a viable option in a lot of these fights in Fusion. Yeah. I agree. And and I know I know there's someone out there that's doing the 0% clear of this game cuz I do believe Fusion mm. is like the only Metroid game that you can actually complete the whole thing without getting a single like upgrade thing. Uh which means that obviously you can get through this stuff without taking damage. Right. But for the average player that's just it's like nah it's a good thing we have 20 energy tanks in this game right. or whatever the it's like the most energy tanks in any metroid game i've ever played i think right yeah uh because that's kind of how they designed around it felt like was oh no it's fine just tank the damage right 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 exactly and like but I, it feels bad sometimes yeah it know. does it like i want to have the option of tanking the damage i don't want that to be the intended solution yeah and yeah. I think that, like, it's weird because the Omega Metroid fight at the end feels like it It literally is just like, hey, you got your stuff? Stand and trade. <laughs> yeah, because you have, just you have two minutes. Stand in. You, like, the time, the time is ticking down. You don't have time to be cute. Just stand in there and hit it. Just go. Mm -hmm. Bam, 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 bam. Um, So that is, like... That is kind of how I feel about the Omega Metroid. And that one kind of works because, you know, it's it's I guess maybe because of the timer, because the timer's got you feeling stressed and it's like, oh, God, now I have to like there was already this escape sequence. And now there is a boss fight that needs to be done on this timer as well. So I yeah, don't have like, time to think about health. You just have to just throw yourself into it and get to that weak get to that weak spot and just and just fire away. And it's like the end of the game. So you're sort of excited about seeing the ending and, you know, making it there and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, yeah, that's, this is fine. This is cool. That all works and together. But like the first boss of the game, just being this random pinball thing that just kind of knocks you around until you hit it enough times. Isn't fun. No. And I don't like that. Every boss is, Oh, there's an ex parasite afterwards or like, I, I know that's the whole point. But I, I found it annoying, like you kill an enemy and then it becomes a thing and you don't absorb it. So it just like becomes another thing, like a screen away or like a little bit in front of you. And you're sort of just wondering, well, oh, you I mean like the way you have to like you beat the boss and then you have to beat the like little you kind of expose the, the, the X parasite blob thing. And yeah. it's like, oh, here I that literally killed me in in like, yeah in one of the boss fights where it's like, yes. and it's not a difficult thing. It's the same thing every time, which I think kind of contributes to it being kind of not great. Yeah. And, and, and every, every, like every, uh, enemy you fight can do a similar thing where it like teleports to it. I mean, it's not the similar thing in that you have to kill it multiple or you just, it's just similar that you have to kill it multiple times. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it that's that aspect was sort of annoying to me as opposed to cool. Yeah. I think that the first time it was cool, but the fact that you had to do it basically every time with no real significant changes, is just yeah. like, oh yeah, there's this again. And after and like, it's really, it's anticlimactic every yes. time because you've yeah, just yeah, you done this really <laughs> yeah. big, you've just done this really big climactic boss fight, which in many cases is probably frustrating. <laughs> and then there's this, you know, there's this little anticlimax thing where it's like, you're mostly just 
dodging it while it has iframes so that you can hit it again. Yeah. Which is also one of my least favorite types of designs for bosses. Yeah. Where you're just like waiting around to hit the weak point and then waiting around to hit the weak point again. Yeah, exactly. So but, yeah, so, that's so the the boss fights. We've we've covered that and I think we're on the same page. Like I think that's probably the weakest aspect of this game. Yeah. Um the, the actual dis- the actual like playing the game feels awesome. Yes. Like just the the controls are great. Yep. The, the 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 graphics look really nice. Everything was responsive. I love the power-ups to your gun. Your gun feels really powerful. It does. Which is fun. Yes. Um the and, um the new like platforming mechanics are actually super good. Yep. Uh the the sort of like the wall climbing and the and the like the ceiling yeah, they're, that's climbing. it's very fun. Yeah, ceiling climb. Yep, yep. All what the what would you call that? Like the you're basically doing like the monkey bars thing, but like it's yep, not really climbing. But no, it's it's definitely just I don't know ceiling traversing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, that's all that matters. But yeah, so like <laughs> that's fun. Um, you know, the adding a adding a uh uh corner like a a climb a a, a mantle. Oh, God, yeah. Why don't I? Why can't I words right now? You can hang <laughs> off ledges. That that's cool. I like that. We are we are both having word retrieval issues at the moment. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. So movement in that game is like probably the best of the of the Metroid games that I played. Yeah, I would agree with that. Even though I can't like articulate that properly. But yeah. It, it, the game feels great to play, which probably is partially why people rate it so highly in terms of mm. Metroid games, I would think. Like, hey, the game's fun to play, so you should yeah. play it, which is a reason, which is very reasonable. And don't, I'm, I'm not in any way saying that the game is bad. I actually really like the game. I just, it, when I, comparing it to all of the other Metroid games I've played, it playing it for the second time, because I only ever played most of these except for Super Metroid once. Mm. And I think that it's just kind of, it's a good Metroid game, but I, I actually prefer like zero mission a bit more. Um, actually, I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. Um, oh, okay. I, uh, I guess cell, I uh, cell badger, who is actually the person who requested this as a podcast. Yeah. Um, also says that he, he likes zero mission better. Ah, okay. So like, I don't, I don't think that you're, I don't think that you're like completely off base. The only difference is zero mission is a retelling of one. Whereas fusion is a proper sequel true yeah so like there is more like there is more plot forward plot movement in uh in fusion whereas like zero mission ends up being more of a prequel yeah it is yeah so like there's yeah there there's that like you you tend to prefer a a game that like moves the story forward rather than gives you like backstory yeah because you want it you naturally want to know like what happens next yeah, like how? To, yeah, yeah, and and be introduced to new stuff rather than reintroduced to stuff that you already have seen. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like liking Zero Mission better, I don't think is at all a uh, an unpopular opinion. Now, I I have played Metroid Zero Mission, but it was back in like twenty sixteen, no mm-hmm. twenty seventeen. It was March twenty seventeen, and I've not played it since. Yeah, that's, so I, mean, that's, I think that's pretty normal for 
a video game, right? Like how how often do you play a game for the second time? It seems it's pretty rare unless it's for me very rarely. Right. So that's not that's not indicative of enjoyment of a game. It's right. No. More of just hey, that's not how I play stuff. No, I'm not trying to say um, I, I'm not trying to say like I didn't play it since and that means I didn't like it. It means I don't uh, remember okay, it very okay. well. Oh, OK. Yeah, sure. Of course. Um, But I I do remember um, I made the mistake of playing Zero Mission all in one day. And in fact, I also made a similar mistake with Fusion where I basically like I played like you... an hour of it one day and then it was like, then, OK, I'm going to finish yeah. it in the next one. And yeah, I thought that doesn't work well for you because you get burned out. I think sometimes I right? do and I get frustrated and I end up liking the game less because I'm thinking more about finishing it than enjoying it. Yeah, I get that. I, I had that. I was starting to get that way with um, I was getting that way a little bit with fusion myself. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to stop playing for today and play more tomorrow because I wasn't yeah. under like a pressure of oh, I need to get this done now. Right. Uh, and that helped a lot when I was getting when I was getting annoyed at yeah some of the mechanics which i still think puts it into a as a whole a negative honestly like for me because i'm right, the type of right. person that if i love a game i can sit and play it for you know 15 hours like i don't right, have right, that right. problem um or that's not i wouldn't even call it a problem i just don't have that that's not part of i don't know no i i get this what you're saying I'm, and I'm i right. i've noticed this about you where like if you're really into a game like i will talk to you and it's like there are two settings. It's like, I talked to you. It's like, oh, I started playing this. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to you two days later. And it's like, oh yeah, I finished it. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes we don't even get the first step. Sometimes it's like, oh yeah, since the last time we talked, I have started and finished this game. Right. Yeah. Cause that's, that's just, if I, if I'm really into it, I just can't stop playing it. Uh, and now it's, that's not always the case if I like it or not. Like for instance, Yakuza four, I really love Yakuza four, but I'm, I'm, going slower through it because i've i binged yakuza 3 and i kind of didn't do almost any side missions and i feel like that i will say that overall enjoyment it does but i will say that yakuza 3 4 and 5 have some of the weaker side missions Uh, 3 and 4 have some of the weaker side missions 5 actually gets pretty good because i'm i'm enjoying them now i'm just sort of playing for like you know a few hours every day sort of like how you're playing through i mean actually sort of how you've always played through these games right because you're you're streaming them so you only usually play for something yeah. between four and six hours depending yeah. on yeah, yeah if you're at the end of the game or not i mean this uh, week i played lost judgment every every day this week and that felt like a lot yeah exactly well, but it, it was like it was it was basically like 20 or so hours over the course of like five days right which is kind of a lot but like not compared to like binging 12 to 15 hours in one day. Yeah, like I actually sat down and it's like, "Oh, I think I'm going to start trying Mega Man Legends." Like, "Oh, I beat Mega Man Legends." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've um, never really had that experience. I was just and I don't know if it's just because I don't have the, you know, I don't have the attention span to like put into it or, or if it's more have, about like, like I just have other stuff that I have to do. So after a few you're like hours, a normal I'm like, person. I have to stop and go like <laughs> yeah. work or something. The week, the week that Breath of the Wild came out, I played it for, I don't remember what it was, but I, I only slept like two, two actual nights. And the other nights I either didn't sleep or slept for a couple of hours. And I remember I told my friend how many hours I had played. He's like, that's literally impossible. I was like, no, I did. It's just insane because <laughs> because it was i don't even what how many hours are in a week like 100 and 
I don't oh, I, I, I knew this at some point. So it's 72 is three days. So it would be 144 plus 20. So 160, 168. Yeah. So I had played Breath of the Wild for like 145 hours or something like that. Or 140, 140 hours in the first week the game came out. And I did everything you could possibly do in the whole game. Because I had nothing to do. And I slept like 20 hours over the course of six or seven days. <laughs> That doesn't sound actually healthy. Uh, healthy, no, but it was super fun, and I didn't feel sick from it, so it was fine. All right. I uh, mean, you know what? If you can do it, then you do it. Heck yeah. Just don't so be, it, like, don't be one of those, like, don't be one of those dudes in the in the Korean uh, PC bong. That dies. like, you know, I played StarCraft for 90 hours straight and then died. No, no, I'm, I'm very well, so you have to... I don't know if this makes it better or worse, but I played, you know, World of Warcraft a lot and I could, there was no problem for me being like, I think I just played this game for 30 hours. Like it wasn't a big deal, really. I would still shower. I would still be clean. I'm, I'm very uh, aware of that aspect. Even sometimes I'd even exercise, like I'd play DDR in the middle of it. I don't know. Um, and then shower afterwards, clearly. Sure. But, yeah. But it wasn't, I was not just <laughs> sitting there uh not moving any at all or drinking water or stuff like that so you don't you don't have to worry about me passing out and dying from from playing games i'm i'm okay. sort of trained it at playing things for way too long i'm not saying it's a good skill but it's a skill nonetheless hey you know what like i i'm worried about your well-being and that's all as long as you're taken care of i i'm not cons- like that's all i'm concerned about <laughs> But yeah, so Metroid Fusion, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I really liked the game. I, I had a lot of fun. And when it was all done, I actually had overall positive feelings about the game. And was like, oh yeah, this was good. But in the middle of it, I was getting frustrated and annoyed. Because that's mm-hmm. when I even messaged you. was like, dude, this boss is stupid. And yeah. It was the nightmare boss. Uh, and that was when... And like, it's when funny I because you were like, this boss sucks. And I was like, I, I was like, where is he? <laughs> like yeah, there wasn't just, one thing that I, no, there was wasn't one so thing that came to mind. <laughs> yeah. I was just frustrated at the nightmare boss. Like, I just don't like this boss. <laughs> Cause I didn't give you any frame of reference or anything. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, if there was one boss that or one part of the game that stood out as being like overall dumber than the rest, I would have been like, oh, I bet he's at I bet he's at this thing. But there wasn't. <laughs> I was just like, you were like, this boss is dumb. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter which one we're talking about. <laughs> like, true. I probably agree with you. That that was my that's that's my feeling overall of of the Metroid Fusion bosses. Uh, um it, what did you so there is one aspect of the game <laughs> did you did you have more to No 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 I'm just laughing cuz it was it's just funny that that if we we agreed on something without having a clue what it actually was right like yeah. the the but yeah No I actually had a I had a similar um experience to, that you did with Nightmare which is if you try to fight it like a boss it's miserable Yeah and then if you try to do it in the way that actually works it's boring yeah, it's just very silly. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, just Lame. stand here and just shoot all the missiles, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the, the bosses. You were, yeah. Um. Were... The, the I was going to go into how uh, we've talked a lot about Metroid in the last month. Even yes. in the ones that weren't about Metroid, we were still talking about Metroid. So it's been yep. like a month and a half of Metroid, practically. 
Pretty much. Um, and one thing that I've mentioned a lot is how much I dislike hiding progress behind (laughs) like hidden walls that are not like explained or, or ever actually. Yes. that, That don't look like they should be hiding anything. Anyone listening to this that's played a Metroid game is like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Even yeah, if you love like, Metroid Fusion, you're like, yeah, this game has a lot of bullshit that would have been insanely frustrating if it wasn't an extremely linear game. Yes, that's Holy exactly crap. what I was going to get at. Is like, this game does the same kind of like hidden wall bullshit where it's like, oh, you don't know where to go? That's because you have to, you have to morph ball jump into this one specific tile on the, in this one area that um and that that'll be the one that uh that yeah that, that's that you passage. can go through there and then that has the next item that you need to get through the rest of this and it's like oh okay so just so basically just shoot every wall bomb every wall jump into every wall spring ball jump into every wall um you know it's hit everything with the missiles it's, just it's the yeah, it's 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 the it's the worst, in my opinion, the worst way to design a Metroidvania experience is shoot all the walls. I think yes. that's stupid, and I I don't like it. And if Metroid Fusion was not a linear game, it would have been. I, I actually think it would have been a pretty miserable experience because of almost almost every single area had progression locked behind some dumb aspect of that. Yes. Yes, and I think. I completely agree in that it was one of the most egregious offenders of that mm-hmm. saved by the fact that you knew where you were actually supposed to go. Right. Yeah. That's the only and reason like, why it was quote unquote. Okay. Other games are just like open exploration with no real indication of where you're supposed to be going. Right. And yeah, if they pulled that off, if they did that, people would have lost their mind. In a, yeah. in a normal Metroid game, they would have been like, this is so stupid. Like, those, I think that would have been all of the game FAQ posts <laughs> back in 2003, right? Like, uh, I, I don't know. It's Thankfully, this experience, I, was, I, I pulled out my old Super Metroid Fusion Nintendo strategy guide mm. and, and used that as for maps and stuff. So I didn't have a problem, like, finding where I was supposed to go next, which was sure. nice. And uh, I didn't but... have a, I didn't have a lot of issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, I, I kind of appreciated that, like it was able to mitigate the bullshit of like, oh, you didn't know there was a hidden thing here, but here it is with <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, but you have to get to this room and there's only so many places to check to do that. So just yeah. J- so like you it's a more targeted shoot all the walls. It's not shoot yes. all the walls. It's shoot like the nearby walls surrounding this area, you know, you need to get to. Yes. And that makes it not so bad. Um, It's not so bad. Sure. It's still stupid. (laughs) Yes. I, I, I actually ended up liking it better than, um, I, I ended up liking it better than most of its, uh, most of the other Metroid games that do similar things. Sure. Um, even yeah, though it does it more often, it does it in a more targeted way, and that makes me feel less lost. Yeah, I agree with that. So I actually I actually liked the more linear aspect of it. 
Oh, I um, don't have a I don't have a problem with it being more because in a way zero mission is fairly linear too, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. Uh it's not as open as Super Metroid. Like Super Metroid is crazy in terms of its variability and how you can approach the game. True. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the so things I've always struggled with in playing it too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I am not an expert in Metroid games at all. In fact, <laughs> one of my favorite memories of playing Metroid is with Kyle, where I was just doing like a normal jump in super Metroid. And I, I kept like missing the one, like the little square you were supposed to jump on. And he was like, dude, what on earth are you doing? I was like, yeah, I know I'm bad at this. Leave me alone, Kyle. <laughs> but it was just this really funny moment because usually I was the one teasing him about like map awareness or something like that. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a Resident Evil kind of a game. And, and in this instance, he was like, come on, man. You you feel like you haven't even played a video game before. I was like, leave me alone, man. <laughs> it was fun. I'm doing um, my best. <laughs> yeah. So I am not particularly like, I'm not great at, at Metroidvanias. I've, I love them and I've played a lot of them. But the exploring and like, I don't know what it is. I just get stuck sometimes it like yeah, figuring out where to yeah. go next. And it's uh, so it's why I've never I haven't played them a bunch. Or, if I, mean, I, I played through them fired up times. Super Metroid right now, yeah. I would get super lost within the first like two hours because <laughs> yeah. I've played it multiple times. But like, I still don't I still don't have a good sense of like how that game actually plays out like i always forget where all of the hidden bullshit is oh yeah i so for me i could do the first the first like the first half or a third of that game i have no problem once once it gets to the later parts oh god i i have no idea what i'm doing i think I'm the so wrecked lost. ship is what starts to mess me up <laughs> yeah actually in my playthrough of the wrecked ship i was like this is such a small area why don't i know what to do um, yeah 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 i'm yeah. looking it up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I so I, I've, I've always run into that. So I actually appreciate this perspective on it where it's yeah. like, there is some exploration and you can do some other stuff to get some items, but mostly it's just, you're given an objective and you have to go there. Yeah, and I I'm think okay that for a lot of people who like Metroid for its sort of open exploration gameplay, that's probably a detriment. Yeah. But like for that. me, that makes it so much easier for me to engage with. <laughs> yeah so much easier. like it right it's 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 weird how that i mean it's just it's just sort of strange how we all have our opinions about that right how, how yeah. what 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 causes it to be enjoyable or not because i don't yeah, mind what I don't aspect mind the of the game do you like what yeah I, what what do you consider when thinking about the best game of all time <laughs> exactly <laughs> so no i i get that i i agree that it's the the linearity is not a problem it, it could be so even I didn't even care in um, other M particularly, which I know people were very upset about. It's how it was so linear and where to go next. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't mind. It was it was OK. It's just, you know, I, I think I think that is something that people complain about alongside other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, for sure. That is a, you know, there are many things to complain about in other M. That is one of them. And the, uh, you know, if you, if there it's, weren't other significant problems with other M, the linearity of the game would not be a huge problem. You know, it reminds me of final fantasy 13 where everyone's like, it's just a corridor simulator. There's no challenge. Yeah. It's like, well, final hallway 13. 
Right, but it's like, well, let me direct you to Final Fantasy X, which did more or less the same thing. Yeah, it did. In terms of, and but no one got upset. There's about not that even there's not even a world map in four in thirteen uh, ten. Mm-mm. Like it is literally, it's literally just, just a, a. It's literally just a collection of cutscenes. Yeah, it's just you, a collection of corridors that you walk through in ten. But no yeah. one said that ever about ten because it did a lot of other things right, whereas thirteen did a lot of other things very very wrong. You sure? So that's that hurt it's overall yeah uh, i honestly like the the big thing for me with 10 is actually i haven't talked about uh playing atelier but i finished eska and loji oh nice uh last week finally um boy that that game's great but it ends super flat um (laughs) it's it's a kind of a problem with the the game being time-based is like you can actually just go finish the final boss at any point in the last period and then you just still have to play out the string (laughs) <laughs> oh no so it's That's this kind of weird funny. thing where it's like you have like a year at the end of the game to um to like finish all your final tasks and i had basically all of them done with 180 days to go so i just slept on the couch for like six months to get to the ending and i was like this is very this is the most anticlimactic it's ever been <laughs> That's really silly. Oh, I like that. It was, it was. Hey, I heard that. But I'm on to the next game, and the reason I brought that up is because it has a similar battle system to what FF10 has, which is the sort of front back line. um, Oh, cool. Like swapping thing where you have like you've got you've got like six characters and you've and you can basically swap them in and out of being active at any time for free. Yeah. So you can always have who you like, you basically have like a full team of fighters and you can have whoever you need at all times. And that's, that's something I really liked in 10 is just like, you can just bring in whoever you need whenever you need them. Yeah. I think that Um, was the best part of the battle system is that it's, you don't have to pick and choose who you like. It's like you have everyone there and it's who do you want for this particular moment? I think that's really cool. Yeah, so so Eska and Loji has that, and I really like that. It also it's kind of location based. There's like you're all kind of surrounding the monster, or yeah, whatever you're fighting, and there's like three. It's there's three sort of positions in a sort of triangle, so yeah. you could be like either bottom or or top left or top right, and the people in the back row are also in those positions so where your position is and where your back row people position are like determines who they can actually swap with Mm, okay so that so the positioning actually matters um and that's um that is like i really like that kind of battle system where you can have like three active characters in your party but you really can have six Mm mm-hmm or you can like yeah, if there's cool. someone else who has the skill that solves this problem, you can just you can just swap them in. I, I actually think for for me, I love the RP, RPGs when they're like, hey, more have more like Final Fantasy mm-hmm. four when they're like, here, you get five party members and, and your random battles like, oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, I, I having more is almost always a good thing for me when it comes to to party members stuff. I don't I don't know why, but I just enjoy that a lot. I feel like if you have too many, then it becomes like it becomes kind of slow where you have to. That's true. OK, yes. Yeah. If, if, we're, yeah, if, if you're, you're putting like, no. in like six or seven inputs per turn. Yeah, that would be annoying. You're right. There, There is there is a limit to it. 
but that's why I think that having like your your front and back line situation where you have really well, you have three characters, but those three characters can swap out with three other characters whenever you need them. Mm -hmm. Like it just solves that problem. I agree. Yeah, that's cool. So like that's one of the things I really like about uh, about 10. And I think Eska and Logi actually does it better. Even though it's a much simpler battle, it's a much, much simpler battle system. Every character learns three skills. (laughs) Like, literally, there's attack, and then there's three skills. I mean, that's that's fine. If it works, it works. It does. It works really well. It it, it reminds me of, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be too effusive in my praise because the game isn't as good, but like, Chrono Trigger. Um... (laughs) Chrono Trigger, one of the things I really like is that they don't give you like a zillion moves you won't use. They give you eight and then combine those moves with other people. And it gives you a very tight experience of like, all right, I know what all of these things do and they all have a purpose. Yes. And like compare that to Final Fantasy VI where you have 800 skills and 10 of them are useful. (laughs) Yeah, or maybe even less. (laughs) Like, you really need, like, a half dozen things to get through the game. And really, once you learn Ultima, it's just that one. <laughs> you will, you'll probably never use another uh, another skill after that if you're doing any sort of magic. Right. So how the hell did we get here? I was oh, about we were to talking say... about linearity and infusion, which got us <laughs> talking about Final Fantasy X, which got me talking about Atelier. In the, in the final Metroid podcast... We've talked so much about Metroid, we're finally not talking about Metroid anymore. <laughs> I mean, until, yeah, for now, until we inevitably do our podcast on Dread. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and break yeah. all of the rules about what the about the name of the podcast, which I haven't cared about in like at least a year now. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm, I, I have to say, the thing that I'm most excited for after finishing Fusion was that Dread comes out in, well, when this comes out, it's going to be like three days or two days or something, right? Yeah, I it's am, uh yeah three. I'm very excited to play Dread because I know nothing about it, and I mean other than the fact that there's the white robots, and I'm yep. so looking forward to this. Well, I mean it is a it is it's it's a direct sequel to Fusion, so yeah. like it's gonna it's in some way or another it is going to pick up from where this left off. Um, somehow it's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm just positive it's gonna be good. It, even. I mean, I worry, like, I have high expectations, but I also realize that there are some things about Metroid that I just fundamentally dislike. Sure. Yeah, like... like Even though I like like the games as a whole, there is, there is, there are aspects of the games that I'm just like, boy, I, the game is like this on purpose, and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For you, you said you didn't like Samus Returns, and this is another Mercury Steam game in the same vein, so I don't know... I, I know, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hopefully ignore that, and it's just gonna be awesome. Okay. That's that's where I want to start from, because I don't want to, I, I was, <laughs> when I finished Samus Returns, I was like, oh no, oh, is this, is this what I'm in for? Like, more exactly of this? It kind be... of looks like it's just more of that. I will be sad if it's more about, like, having to do melee counter moves, and... The counter move I... is in the game confirmed. It's... I will say that was the worst part of of returns for me because it more or less turned into uh, wait for the enemy to do its obvious tell that's 
you know, like here it blinks and then you then you hit it with your mm. counter move and then you can do the real damage. And that was it was it sucked. It was boring and dumb. Uh, so I really hope it's not exactly like that because that would that would make me a little sad. I won't lie. I uh, I mean, I don't I, I don't know. The best. I obviously I haven't played it, so I can't tell you. But like. It looks like it is the same team working on a game in the same engine doing the same things. <laughs> well, we'll just wait and see. <sighs> like it definitely has the uh, it definitely has the uh, counter move in there. The melee move is definitely a thing. It definitely has the analog aiming. It definitely like all of the things that I heard you they I heard you say you didn't like about it doesn't have Samus the analog aiming really oh it definitely does uh, I, I it's in the trailers for sure you can see the you can see the the way like she's the, moving her her arm cannon around is I hated I actually hated that a lot that yeah sucks. like everything that you said you didn't like about that no, is I don't coming hear right back things. I don't want to hear it um I'm going to go into it liking these things. <laughs> Well, I think that going into it prepared for that, like, yeah, you know, you, you might be more likely to have a good experience with it if you uh, if you, if you go into it with bit. low expectations and then you're like, well, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, I, I feel like that's probably what's going to happen. Or maybe the, I, uh, maybe it'll be improved, actually. Maybe we'll just feel better playing with a controller than on the 3DS, too. Also that I have very high hopes for that. That's that's a big difference as far like as like the concerned. analog aiming might not actually feel bad if you're not using the control nub yeah or if you have like, an or if you have an actual second analog stick to do it with that's what i was about to say is having having like the the controlling something like that with a joystick actually seems all right now that i'm talking about it so i i think that it i don't think it's going to be that doesn't damn it for me right away it's not like oh god why even bother um yeah i don't know we'll just have to see I we are going to see it is in about a week. It is six days from the time of recording and about three days from the time of release. And by the I, time I we, say, uh, by the time the next podcast comes out, we will have already played it. I will say the, the, the boss experience of Metroid of Samus returns was actually really cool. Cause they were, they were puzzles in themselves. Like you could look at them as hmm. being, um, Oh, you're just sort of waiting for the weakness to show up or something. But there's this really awesome fight. That's like the digger knot, which is this new boss for the, the game where it, um, it's, I don't know. It's cool. You're basically okay. just dodging a whole bunch of stuff. And then you have to use like the track ball to like roll up it at certain points and place bombs on it. I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun fighting the various bosses. So there, there is, I have only so good kind of the exact in. opposite of the, the exact opposite of fusion. The bosses are great. The mechanics are bad. Yeah. So if, if, if that's where they're going, then I think I'll be okay overall. Okay. So that's that's a positive. That's a yeah. positive. Do we we'll have see. anything else to say about fusion specifically? <laughs> no, I, I. Okay. Um. I because I kind of don't. I, I I liked. I actually enjoyed the story pieces. I liked how the. I liked, oh yeah, we like, should talk. You about got that. the story segment. How it was given to you through the elevator sequences. I thought that was cool, and the actual AI literally being Mr. Melkovich as like. AI that's being saved because that's what they're doing at the Galactic Federation or whatever. Right, like right, right. Best warriors. I don't, whatever. It doesn't, I didn't care about that very much. I, I find it 
uh, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't do anything for me either way. Like it wasn't that. That was fine if that's the one they want to. They want to lock progression behind an AI, allowing you to do things. I don't. Whatever. I guess. Um, it seems sort of just as dumb as any other reason to lock you behind progression, which is they have to have it anyway. So you might as well just you know deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know otherwise the game's not a game anymore if you can do everything at the start. So. I, I, it's fine. Take it or leave it. The overall story, it's pretty cool. Samus is more or less just an invincible roguelike character that has keeps dying and gaining new powers each death. Basically, um, yeah. And so she's she's that's cool. I hope she gets to become half robot by the end of this game. That would be just the best. I mean, she's already half Metroid, so yeah. So I mean, she's she's like got she's got some X parasite or whatever in her. She's got some Metroid in her. She's She's literally grafted to her suit now. <laughs> like, yep. I mean, so so let's let's give her some uh let's give her some machine stuff. That would be awesome. We need some like RoboCop reboot like body horror. Yeah, that's what I'm talking like, about. Level all the stuff way here. Yes. I I don't mean oh now she's got a gun arm. I mean let's give her just straight up she gets like dismembered and now she's actually part robot, part metroid, part human. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I mean the <laughs> the um oh what are they the the original game like the the comic the oh, the yeah. comic strategy guide that you shared with me a while back <laughs> yeah like they the original content refers to her as the cyborg warrior they do that's which true. <laughs> she physically isn't she's a human in a suit which is not the same as being like actual part robot but no maybe, it's not maybe maybe going forward that'd be cool well it's funny you mentioned the words going forward um this is the last game in in like the main like it won't be the last metroid game obviously but this is being billed as like the conclusion of the like mainline metroid story sure (laughs) (laughs) whatever that means yeah no you right um, but like, cause like, cause honestly, there wasn't really, there wasn't really that much of a even notable continuous story until like super. Yeah, there, there was, there wasn't even much. Samus was more or less just a machine killing stuff until fusion happened. Right. Basically. Um, so, so sure. It can be the end of the, this storyline. I don't care what, however you want to call it. Unless, unless they actually kill Samus. And even then. I'm still not sure that it was it's the end of, of you Samus, know what it, right? you, no I don't I don't believe that it's the end of Samus at all like they're not going to just not do stuff with that character what I think they're trying to say here is that they have been sort of like loosely piecing together a story with pieces that don't really fit yeah. kind of Hyrule Historia style sure where like the early games are not really intended to be directly connected to each other but yeah, and prime is not even really part of it for whatever right, reason. Right. So like you have all these now I would argue like the, the early games actually connect a lot better than like any of the Zelda games. Cause they do yes. actually like super Metroid is starts you right off with the last Metroid is in ca- captivity. The galaxy is at peace. Oh no. The, the, this Metroid game is pe- like the piecing together. The Zelda games is just for fun. I know they right. say it's, you know, like, no, we, we intended it this way the whole time. This is definitely, we definitely intended like three alternate dimensions to make everything make sense. 
like, sure, maybe there's one design document somewhere for Ocarina of Time where someone's like, oh, man, look, think of all the fun time shenanigans this would cause if this mm-hmm. was actually real, right? Maybe, right. maybe. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that I suppose it's possible. But there's no way that they plan to have, like, three different timelines that all reconverge for Breath of the Wild or whatever. Right. I, I suppose Whereas, maybe like... Breath of the Wild, they finally are deciding to do things on it as a whole story because that's when it started to be well yeah they did actually say that. like no this is its own thing right like it's, this well, is this is like the off future. the hyrule historia timeline no i think it's the future i is think it? it's i think it's the far-flung future of all three timelines when they've converged back together oh okay and now that's... we're on a new timeline of breath of the wild like it's not a new timeline but it's like so far into the future that no one remembers the three completely separate timelines that somehow <laughs> merged back together too. So like literally now that we've established that these are all on the same, that these are all in the same universe and they're just separate timelines. Now it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Now they're all, now that it's all one. Okay. Cause everything's th- fine. We, we admit that it's stupid. So let's just move past it. It doesn't matter yeah. anymore. I feel like that's actually what they're doing. Oh, well, they clearly so don't I feel really like that's care. probably what Metroid is about to do. <laughs> yeah maybe you're right where they'll just be able it's to like we're just games. going to like move into a new story now sure we're it doesn't actually like we're not worried about this whole samus had killed the stuff like it it's maybe even it's samus but it's a different samus like i don't know they'll do some weird crap like that in in the next game i i that would be kind of cool actually like like all right so everyone loves samus right yeah but like you go through the whole game and you're in the power suit and then the suit comes off and it's a different person yeah, that, yeah, that would be sweet. Like that would call back to the very first game's big reveal of like, oh wow, it's a girl in the suit. Yeah, yeah, it's Mario yeah. That would actually be kind of like, obviously, like not everyone would be cool with that because it would be very Metal Gear Solid two of them. <laughs> but it it is one of those you know it's one of those things it's they your could do. Snake. <laughs> It's one of those things they could do with the story going forward, but I feel like it is going to be a Breath of the Wild style. Um, you know, we we've done our best to stitch these stories together that were never really super designed to be like directly connected because they or only deeply. they only really had like direct story implications like those games did not really tell you a story until Fusion. The, the, the story, the story, the story the in one, two and three, which is to say like NES uh, Return of Game Samus Boy. and Super Metroid mm-hmm. is the the story is basically here is the objective and then you do yeah. the objective. Yeah. With a and little bit of fun story just to like pull it, pull you through. Yeah. Just like a there, little bit. There's a thing that happens. There's an objective. There's a reason that you're there. And then there's a thing that happens at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's the story. Yeah. And that's really all it that's really all most of them come down to is like, why are why are you here? And why are you uh, and, and what happens at the end? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You don't need much more than that. But like fusion is the first one that was really and, and zero mission, like sort of redoing uh, the first one. It's only a fairly recent thing that they started being like, okay, well, these are all connected and there's deep lore and there's and there's all these other things to think about and be concerned about. Um, So that causes some complication and some issues. And I feel like to some extent they're like, why don't we just like wrap this story up before it gets out of control 
And then now that story is actually like a significant part of Metroid, instead mm-hmm. of it just being an, an adventure exploration game. Um, now we can actually like start up a new story from scratch that we intend to be yeah. actually like, you know, we actually know where this is going. Yeah, we, we have ideas of where we want to take it. And this is because the idea like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dump on Metroid story or say that they're not connected or that they don't have a consistent no, thread cool. or lore. But the idea that a story concluding in 2021, a video game story concluding in 2021 has a consistent thread that was thought out back in 1986 and it's just executing on all of the things that they thought of way back. No, of course not. Yeah, this isn't Kojima. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, they weren't thinking about like a multimedia story. They were thinking about a video game. Yeah, they and they were making a video about... game. Right. Yeah. And it's cool. It's like, oh, hey, I'm I'm going to assume that some people had ideas like, oh, this would be neat if this and then this. But it was more or less just, hey, this is a cool game. Let's make this game. Yeah, and here's the story that we're sort of piecing together as we go along. Right. And that's all it needs to be. But, you know, now we have expectations of, you know, sequels and, and continuous storylines and and lore that carries over from from uh, from game to game. And yeah, it's never been more important to have that sort of sense of uh, like an overarching design of what yeah, the, the, world the cinematic is. universe, if you will. Yeah, like everything no, is connected and the the one game connects to the next game and all that stuff. So like I feel like it's easier for them to do that if they just if they just give the series a fresh start. So, yeah, so supposedly that will be happening after Dread and we'll just see what that looks like. Yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to it even if I didn't particularly like the 3DS Metroid cuz I think the controller will make a difference. Yeah. And we'll We'll know more, I suppose, next, uh, or no, maybe next, next podcast. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I think one of the things that really put, like, they really painted themselves into a corner Mm -hmm. in with Metroid is like naming the series Metroid and then killing every Metroid in the second game. Whoops. (laughs) And it's like, well, we still have to make the, the series called Metroid. So it still has to be about Metroids. (laughs) we've we've named the we've named the the series after an enemy type that we have eradicated yeah now we're they can just make so now we have to either go on with the series being called metroid with there being no metroids or we have to just keep making up bullshit excuses for why we can bring them back i which is what they've mostly gone with even if this is the end of Metroid, they're still going to have to make a bullshit reasons why Metroids exist, unless they're going to literally reboot. Like, That's what I'm thinking. I think they have to reboot the whole series so that they can make Metroid be about Metroid again. I could, yeah. It's weird to even think about that being a problem. Like, who cares? Do, do you know what I mean? It's it's such an yeah. odd thing to me to think that the, the, the actual storyline would annoy someone enough where they'd be like, well... This doesn't fit like the lore of Metroid. I, it's it seems so out of. I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, because it's not really like the story has never really been what's important about Metroid. No, it's like I just want to have a fun time and 
if the yeah. story is there that helps that's cool but it doesn't actually get me motivated to but that's like, also I mean, why like if you don't care about the story of metroid the fact that they're the fact that they're basically saying like okay we're gonna we're gonna reboot the storyline after this like that doesn't affect you at all oh i guess that's true like yeah because it, it really doesn't i don't care either way yeah if if they do it's fine as long as the game is fun i, I will say i prefer controlling i guess what i'm trying to say is is my connection is that I'd rather still control Samus rather than have a logical story for the next game. Right. So if, and I, I'm not saying that they're going to reboot it. All they have said definitively is that this next dread is going to be the conclusion of the continuous storyline that started with NES Metroid. Gotcha. Which either means they're going to start a new story or they're going to, or, you know, it could it could mean anything. Yeah, yeah. But I true. think the most likely direction for them to go from here is essentially like, whoops, we really need to make Metroids like a central part of the uh, we need to make Metroids like a central part of the story. And we can't do that because back in 1990, we made a game that was about Samus killing all the Metroids. Yeah. And so like. Yeah, we could just write up like, oh, yeah, it turns out there's a bunch more of them over here, which they've done a couple times. But at this point, I think they're thinking at this point, I think they're just thinking of it in terms of like, why don't we just say it's a new story? (laughs) And then we can just have the Metroids be there and whatever. I'm looking forward to I had not honestly thought about the story much at all and my excitement to play dread i was just like yeah i can't wait to play samus doing samus things and then have there be like cool cutscenes that i don't it's it's sort of it's it's sort of like this will be this will definitely be the highest production value metroid that we've seen okay yeah like i said i haven't i haven't i literally saw the release announcement in whenever that was over the summer where it was like dreads coming and then it showed like the white robots and stuff and a few yeah, things, yeah yeah and that's all i've seen so i have no idea what well i'm I, like of. i'm not saying that i'm not saying this is going to be the highest production value based on anything that i've seen oh 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 i am literally just saying like it's on switch so like oh sure it's yeah, I guess like by the nature of it being a modern metroid game whereas the last mainline metroid game came out in 2001 on the game boy advance it kind of has to be the highest production value Metroid game because <laughs> the only yeah. thing that comes close to it is Prime. Yeah. And yeah, uh, Prime. Prime is like 15 years old now. So, oh, I wonder what they're going to do with Prime then. If that's I, gonna, I mean, if, if if they're actually calling it Prime four, then it's not the same. See, like, I, I don't know how they're going to. It's, it will be funny if they're like, this is the end of the story. And then Prime comes out and it's like, well, this is still the continuation of Prime, which is still technically the same storyline. But, you know, we called it whatever we want because it helped with marketing. <laughs> well, I mean, Prime 4, if it just carries on, like the Prime storyline takes place right in the middle of that story. I suppose that's true. You're, that's a good point. Yeah. So like the uh, yeah, they Prime could still could do that. They could say like Dread is the end point of this story, but they can still go back and do stuff from the middle of the story. <laughs> it's like i mean it's like it's like marvel thing <laughs> it's like no it's like marvel doing the uh they they put out endgame and it's like okay here's the end point of this part of the story and then two years later it's like but here's a black widow origin story yeah when they released that i was like i 
I'm sorry, but I don't I don't care. That person is not around anymore. I'm past this now. <laughs> yeah. Like you sort of missed the boat. <laughs> I feel bad about it cuz I like I did want that movie to happen and to be good, but like I'm, you know, I didn't see it so I have no idea. It's I probably either. all right. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm part sure it of it also is like there's a lot of reasons why I am not seeing movies right now. Yeah, okay. Partially because partially because of danger. Mm-hmm. And partially because, the, like, the only reason I ever really went to see movies in the first place is because I would go with my brother-in-law because he sort of insisted. And he doesn't yeah. live here anymore, so I don't have that, uh, oh, I, I, I don't have that coercion to go, uh, to go see movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, that would have been something that I would have gone to see with him and with Jesse, and now he's not here, so we just don't. Yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, I so have, I imagine Prime 4 will just be a continuation of the Prime storyline, which is like right in the middle of the timeline. But like yeah, the after, main after, line, the main line, like side scrolling games, I I don't know, re- reboot, just new story, new. Uh, I don't assume they will do away with Samus. Like it's a fun, it's a fun thought experiment, but like, yeah, it's like, I what if we made surprised. a Mario game, but made it star like some new guy? Well, the only way they could do that is if you don't know, and then at the very end they reveal it's not Samus or something, and then Samus is still around for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting her back, or I don't know, like a zero Mega Man kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you sort of have like. Oh, (laughs) shit. When you put it that way, it's like, oh, that actually sounds rad. Right. Like, so you, you could have, you could do something like that where it's, there's other variations or some other super bounty hunter. Who knows? Maybe she splits in half because she's. She's got too much X parasite in her. I have no idea. I the, the, the like the SAX just becomes the the character. Oh god, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the sax. We <laughs> the, yeah, the good old sax. When they kept every time they mentioned it, I just chuckled to myself <laughs> all I could picture is someone being there like <laughs> the SAX is chasing her. The they're they were the they're interested in the SAX. It's like yeah, who's not inter- everyone's a little interested in the sax. Yep. <laughs> It got me. Be be careful, like Metroid Fusion, in which in which Samus just spends the entire game running from sex. Yeah, she's she does. She's just not. You know what? That's all right. Some people just aren't into it. It's true. It's not. You know, there's no there's no shame in that. And I think that uh, I think that Samus and every person has the has the right to decide what their relationship with sax is going to be without any outside judgment. Yeah, totally. You, 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 you decide how you want to approach the sax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>